0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Damn,
1: that's scary.
2: Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of your favorite horror podcast on the face of the fucking earth! Damn, that's,
1: that was aggressive, first of all. Seriously. God damn.
2: I'm sorry, the kratom just kicked in. I see. The <laughs> cocaine kicked in. I just saw a billboard that says, if you can't, it says don't trust your coke. And if you can't trust your coke, who can you trust? My name is Micah. I am joined alongside a very handsome mustached man, Greg. Hello. Hi, I'm feeling very overstimulated right now. Oh, speaking of overstimulation, I want to introduce. My other co-host, Will. What's going on, man? Will the Thrill. Oh, Ah. he will thrill you deep and hard. I like that. So deep
1: and so hard.
2: We are continuing Black History Month here. (laughs) Deeper, deeper. We are continuing Black History Month here at DTS uh, with a movie that Greg actually picked today, and I got to give it to him because this is one of my favorite fucking movies, and I forgot. It is a dope movie. This is easily my favorite movie of all time. And normally he's full of shit. I'm pretty much always full of shit when t- I say that. But today is going to be 100 percent accurate, Greg. Everything is- coming out of Greg's mouth today will be facts, non bullshit.
1: Yeah, usually it's really hard to interpret whether you are bullshitting or not. But, um, <laughs> very,
3: very true. I, was, I sort of specialize in that. But today, see, see I
1: can't, see, I can't even tell if that's real. It's a new day.
3: <laughs> it's a new year, kind of, and the bullshit is gone. I will never
1: lie to you again. See? That's bullshit. Uh, I know it uh, is. I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the Take movie we're. The movie we're. Sh- we ta- see. Yeah. <laughs> the movie in question today is Demon Knight. I don't know if I mentioned that. Did I mention that?
3: Oh. Tales right. from the Crypt's own Demon Knight.
2: Yes, we have a lot to talk about that movie. We have a lot of fun facts, all that stuff, and then obviously you're going to get the sweet review. Guys, before we get into that, how was your week?
1: Uh, mine was. Pretty good. <laughs> same as same shit, different toilet, I guess. My week was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I worked. Oh. And then
3: I watched the movie that we're talking about.
2: Okay. Hell yeah. Honestly, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, I actually found something really cool this week. Beautiful. That uh, it kind of blew me away, and I thought it was kind of fun, and I wanted to share it. All right. Uh, so back in the year two thousand. In Austin, Texas, there was a. <laughs> there was actually a phantasm convention strictly just for Don Cascarelli's phantasm. What? Now, at the time, there were only four phantasm movies. Of course, now we have five, with Ravager being the last one that came out, I think, 2015. Uh, and then Angus Scrim passed away shortly after that movie was released. Um, was that before or after uh, Phantasm Hellworld? <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of Hellraiser uh, I'm sorry, you're thinking of Phantasm Revelations. Yes, Bloodlines. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Phantasm <laughs> Bloodlines. I actually really like Hellraiser Revelations. Is that the one where they're at the at the at the at the house party and it's all like futuristic and shit? I was just gonna ask which one that was. I don't remember. Futuristic. There was one it was either Revelations, it was it was one of them that had like it was a R.
2: Revelations is the one that doesn't have Doug Bradley. Yes, that one. It has <clears throat> a fat pinhead. Okay,
1: maybe I will like I remember out. Fat Pinhead, yeah. Yeah, that's where it's. That was I thought. I, okay, I, maybe I didn't like it. Maybe I thought it was just hilarious.
2: It starts found footage. It was. Hilarious. In Mexico. Yes,
1: that's the one. Yeah, are you like that? I, I I thought it was hilarious, but not scary at all.
3: I remember it being enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Micah does not. He is like, not really seem mad weird. right now. <laughs> i <I'm laughs> mad. You I are. Just... You got like real quiet. You got like these motherfuckers here
2: He looks he, like he wants to bite you that's what i'm saying you two are the first people that i've ever met that actually said like hellraiser revelations is good. really yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong i'm not gonna say it's good right right. No, I'm not
1: okay saying was, well they like, like I'm, not I'm not saying it's a good
0: movie
2: i guess i appreciate what they did trying to go back to the original kind of like content i think i appreciated
3: uh, the revelations
2: what was the revelation that uh, you can't have a hellraiser movie without pin- uh doug bradley
3: uh, essentially, yes. <laughs> I <think> that's correct. <laughs>
1: the fat pinhead is bad. How uh, was three um, Hell Helen Earth was the was the first one I saw.
2: That's the and, best one,
1: and I literally it literally scared the shit out of me, and it does to this day. Really? Yeah. Li- Penhead Pin, is, pinhead is 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 the scariest motherfucker to me.
2: Is it something about like uh, a, a Cenobite shooting CDs out of its face at you? Yeah.
3: How about the one with a camera infused into its eyeball? Yeah, that one was weird.
2: I like the one that's just like stuck with cigarette burns. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Cenobite power?
4: <sighs> Cancer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so back in the year two thousand. <laughs> There was It was called Phantasmania. Phantasmania. Uh, people from all over the world came to this event, and it was actually a sellout event. They had the whole cast there, and they, they played all four movies, and it was hosted by Reggie Bannister himself. And in between the screenings, he was actually performing some live music because, you know, Reggie likes playing his guitar and singing along and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just seems like a really... Fucking cool dude. All right. Uh, I don't now, know a lot of uncool Reggies, to be honest. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah, good point, man. Reggie, I think if you name yourself if you name yourself if you're named Reggie, chances are you're gonna be a really cool dude. I have well, a cousin
1: named Reggie and he um, I'm revealing a lot right now, but fuck it by history my Um he used to call me Kunta. Oh. Um because I was so so like so like a black as a baby.
3: From a certain viewpoint that could be seen as uncool.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. From a certain point of view. I know. I yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I brought that up to be honest. So back to back it's, to, it's to a nice this little
3: February fact for us. Yeah.
2: Back to this convention, I uh, Don Cascarelli got on stage and like revealed <laughs> that he revealed that the Pulp Fiction co-writer and Academy Award recipient, Roger Avery, was hard on work for Phantasm nineteen ninety nine AD. Uh, That Cascarelli was uh,
3: infamous pedophile Roger Avery.
2: Oof. Wait, really? I think. I'm a Google. He he
3: directed uh, Killing Zoe.
2: I don't know. He, I mean, he wrote Pulp Fiction with Tarantino.
3: I think he's a very talented man, but I think he may also be a sex pervert. Oh boy, really? Allegedly. Why
2: are there so many of those in Hollywood? It's disgusting.
3: I think they kind of congregate to a a certain, uh, certain locale.
2: So, he was penning the script for Phantasm 1999 AD. Check out his mugshot, Will, while you're looking. Okay. Uh, and What's his name again? Roger Avery. Okay, go ahead. Well, uh, he was penning the script, he actually wrote a part for Bruce Campbell, uh, who was going to be the leader of kind of like a Suicide Squad militia military group thing. And the name was Sergeant Heckelman.
3: You found it. Yeah.
2: Really? Whoa.
3: Is it what I thought? Is it? Am I right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Let me see that. That's a mugshot. Yeah, oh yeah, this, this dude Jesus did. Christ! So he got he got busted for being a pedophile, straight up diddler.
3: I don't remember exactly what the crime was, but I know it was it was something that I wouldn't want to be. Wait, of Roger
1: kid. Avery arrested in deadly crash. Okay, maybe so. Maybe he killed somebody driving drunk, probably.
2: I, like I said, I don't fucking know. Greg's he over here something. telling me he's yes. a pedophile. Yes. He,
1: Ma- s- arrested under suspicions of manslaughter and DUI following a car crash in
2: Ouija, California. So he's not a pedophile.
3: Uh, I mean, we'll well, see. I want to say separate incidents.
2: Okay. okay. Uh, I've heard some good things
3: about what you were talking about, though.
1: Sorry. Keep going. Go.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyways... So back on this, he was yeah. he he spent about five years. Uh, uh, sorry, it's been five years since we had a Phantasm movie at the time. So this was going to be the fifth installment, Phantasm 1999 A.D. And he specifically wrote a part for Bruce Campbell uh, that he was gonna he was gonna portray like a like a military leader, and he was gonna team up with Reggie, and the two of them were just gonna be like two badass dudes killing uh, all the little the little. Cre- creepy hooded guys that were in the phantasm series and yes. whatever else and squaring off with the, with the tall man and it was actually going to go on and from there they were going to continue with a series of movies of reggie and uh this sergeant Heckelman teaming up together uh they were going to get away from michael and michael's brother uh jody jody uh yeah, J- Jody, Jody and Michael, they were gonna step away from that because they're frankly they're terrible actors. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, they totally are, and they were gonna focus on Reggie and Bruce Campbell. Uh, but then of course, so Don Cascarelli got on stage and. Like was just like guys, this is this. Is, I just wanted to, I, I wanted to to let everyone know right now that Bruce Campbell did sign on to be in the new Phantasm movie, and the sold out crowd went fucking bananas. It was huge. Like I mean, it that hit sounds amazing. Huge pop, huge pop. Yeah. Uh, it hit the internet at the time too. This is back in two thousand, uh, and it was going around. I don't remember ever reading anything about this, uh, but eventually they didn't get enough. Uh, they didn't even enough crowdfunding for it. Uh, and then, you know, just it's that, that whole thing. Oh, geez, we didn't get enough money. It mm. fell through. Uh, and then eventually we had phantasm five. They couldn't afford Bruce Campbell anymore. It was a different script. Uh, apparently Avery is a, a, a pedophile drunk driver. Alleged. Hey, um, yeah, I'm,
1: yeah I, 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 legit just found that he like killed people. Like drunk driver i don't know anything about the pedibot thing so this is not yeah that's on sl- greg <laughs> There's not it's not any kind of slander from uh, us, but
2: i mean eventually don cascarelli did direct uh baba hotep where we actually got to see reggie and bruce campbell on screen together you know but as elvis and a doctor not anything like you know two badass dudes teaming up and fighting evil uh so it's something that i just I came across this. I thought it was a really cool bit of information that it's something that we almost had, hmm. but you know, due to funding, the movie just never happened. And it fell apart. Oh shit. Like, you know, most things that sound cool and fun.
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot of stuff like that, 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 that get, that tries to get like crowdfunded
2: doesn't really like, go through that well. No. And it's, uh, I guess a good example of that would be the movie that we're talking about today. Yeah. Uh, where, I. Uh, We'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. Uh, but
1: then, but but then, but then oh shit! A lot of coffee and booze there already. But then it gets to a point where like crowdfunding does work, and you get like games like Friday the Thirteenth, and then the shit gets canceled because. Sean Cunningham and his studio can't get this shit together
2: This wasn't something that they were trying to get like crowdfunding for like people to, to donate money this was before they even like were able to do stuff like that like let's oh, have okay. fans pay for this movie This is in two thousand where like they were like well, yo it wasn't a thing about we okay. need we need a studio to back okay. us we need a producer you know but uh, I don't know if it was the script itself or the fact that Phantasm Four is just a terrible movie
4: okay
2: i I mean I don't know exactly why it didn't get the money that it was supposed to get to make this big budget phantasm movie starring bruce campbell right. uh but it fell through uh which is i it was it's a total bummer because i would have loved to have seen that that's always the whole thing like that what if what if we had bruce campbell in the phantasm universe
1: there's so many of those what ifs and
2: there's were. always other stuff too where it's like like who's cooler, Reggie or Ash? Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously for the majority, it's gonna be Ash, but man, Reggie Bannister is really fucking cool too.
1: All right, so you, so you, so essentially, what you're telling me is that I should I should watch Phantasm.
2: Phantasm's great. Okay. Uh yeah, that's it's definitely something that every horror fan should watch. And uh, now it's it it kind of bums me out because you're you know being in your 30s, your first time watching Phantasm, I don't think you like would truly grasp the true horrifying nature of the movie if you were watching it as a kid like when I watched it. I think that okay. goes
3: for a lot of horror movies, too, though.
2: Oh, no doubt. You know? Like you know.
3: Anything I see in my 30s, I, I have a totally different viewpoint of than when I was
2: Yeah, two. like for your first time viewing yeah. it, right? Uh, uh, like, I look at Basket Case now, and I just laugh at it. Yeah. When I was a kid, that movie was fucking terrifying. We're good. <laughs> okay. I mean but, like, now Belial is laughable. Like, you see Belial moving around, throwing stuff around. Like, it's just funny. Who would have thought the concept of a legless man living in a
3: basket would be comedic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, right. wait, wait. Real quick, is that why you're a former lizard, rest in peace, named Belial?
2: What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because he was fucked up. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I had a bearded dragon missing an eye, missing a tail, missing a couple fingers because he was all messed You're up. He missing the eye, too. I know that. Yeah, he was totally missing an eye. He was like a pirate. Holy he was
3: shit. Actually, born as Micah's, uh, I don't know if it's the correct term, but Siamese twin.
2: Mm. Yep, okay. conjoined so, conjoined twin. And then these doctors came in in the middle of the night. He woke, was woke me up. Yeah, they removed me. It was a whole thing. He was in the garbage. He talked to me telepathically. And then well, you this know. sounds
3: like a
1: Simpsons episode.
2: Put him in a thirty-gallon
3: <laughs> tank with a, a fine layer of substrate.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, so. Yeah, definitely will. I would say watch Phantasm. Phantasm 2 is definitely the best in the series. Okay. At least I think it is, Greg. I don't I, know if you agree with me on I, that. I would agree with that, yeah. Phantasm 2 yeah, is it's, a quality one. They, same thing. They had a better actor playing as Mike. Second only to Revelations. And that's <laughs> where... Oh. <laughs> 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 ah, he almost said it. So the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> over the weekend, we had an Airbnb. We were skiing. It was the whole family. And my wife and I, we were in bed. And I threw on. Uh, th- this was one of those Airbnbs that actually had like fire sticks in all the TVs. Okay. Nice. I threw on Candyman three you because you know bad. it was it was Black History Month. I okay. threw on Candyman three. Respected. Um And the whole t- for some reason I don't know it's because we were so high or what. Nothing sets the mood like Tony Todd. I mean, that's not a lie. Well, I was <laughs> thinking between Tony Todd and the lead actress in Candyman three, who was a freaking babe. We you know get the spark going, right. uh, and there's, the whole little sister Tanya Todd. <laughs> the whole time, Drew thought for some reason she kept like thinking that we were watching Wish- Wishmaster. <laughs> she's like, wait, which Wishmaster is this? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that girl was in uh, Why is the-, the gin covered in bees. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine like it's like a crossover thing, like. Hey, is this your wish? Like yeah, I just I don't want the I don't want the bees to be endangered anymore. <laughs> then your wish is my command. And then Tony Todd shows up just pff, bees everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's just wishmaster but everybody's swatting bees away every once in a while. <laughs> 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 a fucking
3: what the bees fuck? and shit. <laughs> Tony get your bees out of here
2: God bless Tony Todd How many times he got stung oh, got Filming that filming that first movie Yeah Man. It's gotta be a lot The rest of them They are like Let's just CGI the bees
3: <laughs> You know what he was great in uh, Did either of you guys see Sushi Girl
2: I know what you're talking about But no, no. Well, I heard um, that's good Mark
3: Hamill is also in that Yeah movie. Oh, wow. It's a great movie Yeah,
2: Under, you know, I, Underrated I, <laughs> gem I love, love Tony for, Todd For the longest
1: time I always got Tony Todd And the dude from um, Blast Flashback and Confused Wait what Tony Todd and the dude from uh, and Shownuff from Last Dragon. Shownuff. I, I always got this. I always got them confused.
2: Somewhere in in like an alternate universe, Tony Todd is Shonuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty cool. I'm here for it. Yeah, I like it. I can see yeah, it. absolutely. They look just the fucking like to me. I. Uh, how about that Event Horizon Blu-ray coming out yeah. from uh,
3: shout Scream yeah, Factory? Yeah, right. Yeah. Tony yes. Todd was in that.
2: Sure. Yeah, Let's go
3: with that. <laughs> Except in this universe, he was called Morgan Freeman. <laughs> No, wait, who <laughs> is <in> the- <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Whoa. That's what I was going for. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest
2: uh, Whitaker. Fuck him. The worst actor in the world, according what to the What
1: is well. the worst actor of
2: all time? What's the release date for that event, Horizon Blu-ray?
1: Available March 23rd, 2021, so in less than a month
2: and a half. I should probably just hit a month and a half. Did you get the uh uh Did you get like the features and stuff on that too?
1: Yeah, the, the full package includes. This is a long list, so bear with me, dude. Do it up. Uh, new 4K scan of the original of camera negative. Okay. New reflection on hell. An interview with director Paul W S Anderson. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Ghost Galleon. An interview with writer Philip Eisner. Uh, Organized chaos. An interview with actress Kathleen Quinlan. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, Compassion in Space is uh, another feature, an interview with Jack. Pretty much, is a bunch of fucking interviews with people.
2: <laughs> Dude, I'm here for it. Yeah, Sounds but good. do they have the uh, the extra footage? No, that's, that's unfortunately, no. They don't. Wait, so because that's hold on. Oh, it is no, wait, pump the fucking brakes. No, oh, it's right
1: not. It's, it's um because the Anderson cut just they said they it was they still can't find it. They said they probably. They said it would probably never be found.
2: They found
3: it in a salt cave. Yeah, didn't they? They dug that out from the center of the earth or something. Yeah, the
2: salt of the okay, earth.
1: In regards to that, the Screen Factory notes we did an exhaustive search for the film elements for the director's cut. But, but as you'll hear in his new 2021 interview, director Paul W. S. Anderson doesn't think his cut will materialize.
2: That's Anderson. <laughs> it's not his fault. Yeah. I Unfortunately,
1: like much it. of the much of the footage he's is hiding. lost. I <laughs> think he got it and he doesn't want to. Unfortunately, much of the footage is lost as he and as he mentions, he'd need to shoot new footage.
2: That's not really the same if he reshoots it. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I know Amazon Prime, they have a green light for an Event Horizon series. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is. I did on that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how much. Uh, Especially inv- if Morgan Freeman was in it.
1: <laughs> I mean, if he's not, then fucking.
3: He, he could play the voice of the ship. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I would really
1: enjoy that.
2: Yes, you know, so I am the event horizon. <laughs> oh, here comes the he black now. hole Why does he suck now?
1: Because he's very much pro Republican, mm. pro conservative.
2: A regular Terry Crews, that yeah. guy, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Well, Micah, I, just, I Allegedly,
1: allegedly. Whoa, what the what's his word? What was that? What's the word, Micah?
2: I don't. I, he's putting words in my what? mouth. The word cruise.
1: He's a real
3: cruise.
2: Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you were <laughs> going to say something else too. True, <laughs> yeah, true. Will. Will stood up for a second. Man, <laughs> mama broke a bottle in here. Tore his shirt off. I, no, he's not tearing that shirt off. That's a Michael Jackson Thriller shirt. That's a beautiful shirt. Thank Man, you. Um, uh, yeah, you c- accusing me of one thing, accusing Roger Avery of being, <laughs> uh, being a pedophile.
3: <laughs> okay, so in retrospect, we did dig a little deep on that one, and we found nothing on Roger Avery's alleged crimes other than uh, vehicular manslaughter. So, yes. Which is still pretty fucking bad. That's yeah, pretty fucked up. Still pretty fucked, Avery, but... Yeah, he so ruined
2: lives, but he didn't... Ruin lives. Correction
1: corner.
3: Yeah, he killed people. He didn't. He didn't. The end correction corner. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no we can't. do uh... would <laughs> <laughs> be we. That would be the whole show. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Our correction corner would be ninety percent of the show. If we yeah. It. Yeah.
2: Don't write your school reports when you listen to this show. No. God no. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. If so you do th- cite me at the end, and your teacher will know <laughs> <laughs> to the, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. yeah so there's
1: a like I said, there's a bunch of interviews. It's audio commentary with the director and the producer, Jeremy Bolt. Um, there's a five part documentary of of making the making Event Horizon that's going to be on
2: it. Oh, that's cool! I remember yeah. watching the making Event Horizon on uh, HBO. Yeah, they yeah. had a featurette in the past, which was really
1: cool. There is an unseen Event Horizon mm-hmm. um, unfilmed rescue scene. Oh, 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 that's stupid! Rescue scene? The, Didn't unfi- we get that? There's an unfilmed rescue scene and conceptual art with director commentary. Okay, I'd be down to see there's, some of that art. There's a theater theatrical trailer. There's a video trailer,
2: and it's just
1: a bunch of stuff that.
2: I would love if Paul Anderson got some of the actors together to reenact the scenes that were actually deleted. He doesn't have to get all crazy, like... Uh, Hollywood, whatever. Just do it in his garage. Yeah. Reenact it. Like yeah. get get some cardboard cutouts. Make a ship. A little Sam Neil. Yeah, can do like Cut a table
1: out. read on Zoom, like everybody is doing
2: these days. Yeah, or okay, that too. I mean, I would prefer like a little arts and crafts behind it, yeah. not shot over the they, computer. They can get their kids to grab grab to some paint tools out, some out of shit. your garage yeah. and get some spaghetti sauce. Yeah, get some, get some
1: two by fours. It yeah. could be
2: like that. Uh, the Dragon Ball Z videos that we talk about occasionally. Where yeah. <laughs> like the Cell Saga told in yeah, 10 yeah. Minutes. That's really fantastic. good.
1: That's a really good video.
2: Yeah, or like the low-budget uh, I'm I'm, movie speak, trailers. Speaking of that, I'm
1: surprised that you guys have not watched any of the Dragon Ball Z Bridge on YouTube yet.
2: And we have not. You should. You should watch Phantasm. Oh, okay. That ah, yes, ah, that we're going to do? Ah, right, ah, touche. <laughs> touche, bitch. Well, since you two nerds like to talk so much about Last of Us, don't you I ever guess...
3: call you two nerds. You two Fano in the
2: edge are <laughs> rock stars and badasses and it's
1: uh, a beautiful day. You piece of shit. Nobody it's who wears
3: leather day. pants is a nerd. Alright, used a fact.
2: to wear leather pants.
1: Some of us may have vertigo. <laughs> oh
2: boy, This is, this is a song. You remember that? I yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, I always feel like I, I gotta like elaborate, not make jokes. I does to make sense. Yeah, the bl- the one black guy in here has to explain to us a YouTube song. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> So dumb.
3: <laughs> I would love it if you just went deep into the history of You Two, like right now. You just
1: rattled it off. I don't know those two songs. <laughs>
3: oh it. come on! You That's know that good. one That's song
2: good. where Bono is shoving his wiener in front of the camera, going disco tech, disco sex. Nah. Bam bam Yeah,
1: I only know "Beautiful Day" from from damn um, WWF videos. What a,
2: what a <laughs> shitty band they are. I hate You Two so much. <laughs>
3: Where, where do you put them on the scale of U two to Pearl Jam? Uh, I, I'm gonna
2: say U two is worse than Pearl Jam. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, Bondo is one of the most conceited, yep. cockiest have, pieces of shit to ever I live. I think based For no reason.
3: Well, not not based on uh, on the artist. How about just the music? I would I would say I like U two a little bit better than Pearl Jam.
2: At least you could under uh, you know what? Okay, that one song. The one song, named one by you two. Uh, Sunday, bloody Sunday's not bad. All right, real quick, man. Sunday, Sunday. Incorrect. Yeah, that one. Oh, really? <laughs> but, all, right. all right. Back Everybody when I was. Everybody Sunday. <laughs> la, 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 Would you la, like la. to have a Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Would me, you like yo. to have a bloody Sunday? Is <laughs> 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 that how it goes? Uh-oh. No, man. Back in when I was in high school, disco we put on this tech. disco. <laughs> Back when I was in high school, we had a a, a talent show. I put on a wrestling match with a few other guys, and apparently, I don't know if we were boring or what, apparently going through tables and hitting each other chairs wasn't entertaining enough. The MC played Sunday Bloody Sunday over us wrestling.
3: Mm. Did he think it would
2: be funny because like the bloody part? Uh, we, we weren't bleeding anywhere. Uh, yeah, I didn't gig for it, but it was, what the fuck was the point? I don't know. We were 16. We didn't want to cut our heads open in uh, high school. Mm. High school chimneys. You didn't in. juice it? You no, we did not. All right, so back on this. Uh, I, I should say, Will and Greg, you both are effing nerds, so why don't you keep it going? Last of Us. Boom. Okay. Who got cast in the movie? Uh, first of all, It's not a movie. Show mm-hmm. who got cast in the show? <laughs> HBO limited series. Oh, okay.
3: Sorry. The Mandalorian okay. and Fuck. the Mormon for, for, Girl. First,
1: first of all, let's 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 pay attention to like his outfit today. Um, he's wearing a, a fucking beanie and a zip up hoodie. Yeah. with a Golden girl T shirt. know, yeah. you fucking hipster.
3: <laughs> that is that's pretty
2: hip. <laughs>
3: pretty hip.
2: I'm also wearing my Meryl hiking boots See?
3: and track jack, track pants and <laughs> women's underwear. Don't don't pretend like we don't know that they're
1: silky. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're kind of nice. Yeah, they feel good. They feel good in the bottoms. They hug you and all the right. Places. So who got
2: cast? All right, so um as I, I know Pedro Pascal got cast. The Mandalorian Last of himself Us. is this cast as uh, Joel for the Last of Us series. Yes. Now, now is that like the main guy in the game? Yeah. yeah. So Pedro Pascal is gonna be the lead in the show.
3: From the first game, he is he's your main character. Yeah.
2: He's gonna yeah. Yeah, the lead. Yeah, I was I would call him the lead, right? Yeah, Joel. Yeah. You
3: you play as him through pretty much all
1: of the first game. Yeah.
2: It's amazing how Pedro Pascal just blew up over the last couple of years. He's amazing. He's great, though. He is really good. Like I remember him back in uh, the, the Game of Thrones. Oberon. Yeah. I uh, just, 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 just the over, oversexed.
3: Just spinning around with a spear, fucking up giant dudes, getting a skull crush. Fantastic. I, f-
1: yeah. I forget. I forget where I first seen him. Anything from, but like, I, like I really like. He's. Like, I really enjoy him. He's like, awesome. Yeah. I think
3: he does a lot of uh, romantic comedies as well.
1: Yeah. Ew. He I was, haven't like, seen any of them. Like he was in Wonder Woman eighty four. That just came out, and he was
3: good. He was good in that. He played Wonder Woman's stunt double.
1: It was a little. Off. You can see it in some of the scenes,
3: mm-hmm. um, but the costume fit him well.
2: Yes, this is, this is supposed to be a no bullshit episode. It was hot.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> all right, and the girl from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Speaking actress, of Game of Thrones, Bella Ramsey was cast as Ellie. Now, Greg, you had some interesting comments um, on the right up here. So what? Yeah. What's what's on your mind? Yeah,
2: real Roger Avery comments. Nope. Well, I, oh. I, 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 wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go I wouldn't <laughs> You go were just far. like, I just First want go. to run her over with a car.
3: Hey, oh, I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Although, on a similar note, uh, fuck that girl. She's not <laughs> good for that
1: role. Okay,
2: well, what, what, what yeah, is Yeah, like, it? why like, do you hate her yeah.
1: so much? Do you have, a, like, a strong hatred for her? I,
3: you know, it's nothing personal against the the actress herself. I, like I might be. Yeah, you know, a little. Maybe okay. a little. I hate what she what she represented in Game of Thrones. You hate
1: so much of what she chooses to be.
3: Yes. Okay. You put that into perfect words. All right. Which I think are your own words.
1: Yes. Yes. No one else's.
2: <laughs> so, like, well, first off, we know that you hate women. Whoa. And you, know, <laughs> <hey>, <laughs> <laughs> let's oh, not go shit. that far. So, okay, first off, she already has that against her. <laughs> and then I remember Greg saying you hate kids so much. And I you do. Wish, I do hate kids. Yeah, you just want to drown a all the kids. Like, like you're, you're like basically that. the opposite to catch her in the ride. I only said that once. Yeah. All right, so, so she's... Greg is
1: that lady who drowned all her kids in the, in the lake or that one pretty
3: much.
2: Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm the lake drowning lady. <laughs> 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 Put him in a bag, take him to the lake. Nice Problem solved. You. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, is it the fact that she killed the Oh, wait a minute. I remember watching Game of Thrones with Greg yes. and the episode where she gets crushed by the giant you popped I pissed. You were pissed? Yeah. Why? I hate that girl. Yeah, she got killed by the giant. But she also killed the giant. Oh, yeah. What was it named? Nub Dub? Yeah, a little noob noob. Noob noob? Nip nip. Yeah, the big old I giant. Know. So... so-
3: uh, why'd, they, why'd they have the little girl kill the
2: giant? That sucks. I didn't realize how much Greg hated this actress or I the, the character or whatever. I hate that character. So when she died, my wife was crying, and I was like, <laughs> oh, and Greg's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and that's why <laughs>
3: That's why I hate that character, because for whatever reason, everyone thought she was so fucking cool just because she was a little girl that, that got sassy to all the adults. She was royalty. It yeah? made no so sense. So she's like the girl from Psycho Gorman. It was such a stupid gimmick. <laughs> Yeah, but that the thing is that worked in Psycho Gorman. It, okay. it was funny, in in the world of Game of Thrones. Well, yeah. it was just it was just crowd service. It like, was okay. fan service.
1: Is, is that show worth getting into? Yeah, because I literally I, I, I watched like the last episode and I was like, oh, okay, I, I can see how this is.
3: Well, you you watch only the last episode? I can
1: see how this is popular. You fucked up. The, Will.
2: <laughs> all the peoples. So you know how it ends? I've never heard you do that voice. Yeah, it's not that good.
1: <sighs> I, don't know I that sound that. like Scotty clap.
3: <laughs> I was going to say, that's a pretty good Scotty clip. Love
2: you, Scotty. Well, who's Scotty Clip? Cl- clump. Don't worry. Okay. About it. Uh, I'll show you videos <laughs> later. Because uh, that was a perfect one of those. <laughs> will Game of Thrones is. Such an incredible show, and And I've heard though, but I just up until the fifth season
1: don't get. I just haven't gotten into it.
2: See, you say the fifth
3: season, then you got things like stupid little girls yelling things at everybody, (laughs) ruining (laughs) shit, and then all realism goes out the window when she's slaying giants for no reason. She's in
2: like two episodes, so she's she's she pops up in a. So
1: she's like she's she's the female she's she's the female version of David from the Bible.
3: Yeah, kind of. Okay. Except she's just she's just a shitty. Just a little shit, yeah. <laughs> Okay, not right. to, not to give too much away, but the Mormont clan slowly but surely uh kind of get killed off. I mean, uh, a lot you of could, you could probably give that away so at this point. I don't even know. So essentially <laughs> she's she's the like the uh she's like the leader at a point cuz she's like the last cuz she's the last of the yeah. line and and she's like eight. She's the and, last of the
1: Mohicans, huh? And
3: what they realized early on was if we have this little kid stand up and defy the adults and and be a little sassy pants, all the, all the people who watch Game of Thrones in the bar stand up and cheer. And they're like, yeah, go, little girl. Watch it at the bar. The so they bar. kept doing it. So they kept <laughs> doing it. And right. the gimmick got old. And for whatever reason, it got to the point where people cried when she died. And I think that's <laughs> lame as shit. No offense. <laughs> but I was happy when that girl got slaughtered by a giant. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <Fuck them kids. laughs> the end of my rant. Fuck kids.
1: Fuck them kids. Fuck the kids? Fucking
2: kids. Fuck them kids. I'm not allowed to say fuck kids anymore, <laughs> legally. Uh, all right, guys. Do you have any uh, anything else news-wise?
1: Um, yeah, uh, and there there is no news as to like when this is supposed to be released. By the way, it's all, this all this is all just castings and stuff. So it, prob- okay. it probably won't come out until like 2022, to be honest.
3: Yeah. Also, on top of all that other shit that I just said, she's not good for the role of Ellie. Why? She doesn't fit the character.
2: Based on her acting from Game of Thrones alone. Yeah. Or just her. I
3: mean, that's the only thing I've ever seen her in. Okay. Okay. Also, she's kind of weird looking I mean uh, Okay. am I, am I wrong? She's, right. a weird, she's a strange looking child.
2: Yeah, she totally is. But, you know, she's she's a kid. I don't know. Well, the character of Ellie is what, like thirteen? Uh something
3: like that? She's in the first game. In the first
1: game she's fourteen. Yeah. Yeah.
3: She's like, like early teenager. Okay. Is this is
1: this kid like she like Young? Or is she like old?
3: I mean, I don't know. She was she was young in Game of Thrones, but that was years ago. Okay. Yeah,
2: she was like twelve, so she's probably like sixteen now.
1: Okay. Wait, what season was this? debut I don't really know. I give a fuck, know, man. Yeah. I mean, dude, there was
2: like three years in between the seasons, okay. so I don't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's probably old enough.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. Fuck like, like Game of Thrones,
1: I guess. I don't fucking know. Uh
2: So do we have? Do we have anything else news-wise? Um, I I did finish the sequel to Last of Us too, though. Oh yeah, what would you think? It's
1: so good. Right? It is literally the, like I know I think I said to lots of people. It is legitimately the top 5 games I've played in my whole life.
3: It has an incredible story. Yeah. I know there was a lot of fans were kind of divided on it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people loved it, some people hated it. I'm in I'm in the team that loves it. Yeah, me too. Sounds like you are too. Yes. Uh, Micah, you got to get on this fucking boat. I, I mean, heard we, there's
2: we... a big jacked up woman that beats you up.
3: No, you play as the big jacked up woman. Oh, wait, Aww. there actually is a you you fight a large woman at one point two in the second one. Yes. Well, see, that's I, pretty I, brief. That's not like a major thing.
2: My uh, my you, you, fragile. You need,
1: like an elephant too. My fragile like male sounds like a zombie elephant. You fight it.
2: Oh shit! My fragile male ego. I don't think it handle that. Being beat up by a giant woman. I mean,
1: she's not well, you, a giant you, woman. She's just like she's like in shape.
2: You play, I just want. I just want the big woman from Resident Evil Eight to fight me. You play who
1: apparently female characters in who the apparently is like who's like. Like like the bud like like the, the, the fucking the, the the art of her. Okay. She is like based off of Elvira.
2: Oh, is this real? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: It's yeah. awesome. I know. That sounds good. Yeah.
3: Elvira is Elvira is like more popular than ever right now.
1: She's still so hot.
3: Yeah. I think all the all the kids are learning that she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Whole new generation of boys are becoming men. <laughs> yes. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Very much. Um do you guys have anything else to cover? um oh real quick okay uh fuck kids okay <laughs> <laughs> all right well this was greg's movie so greg uh why don't you take us back to 1995 yeah. and you know give what us, movie
3: uh, doesn't have kids in it actually there's one there is one but demon knight yeah okay and actually you know what fuck that kid too because he uh we'll get to it but
2: oh yeah fuck that kid he, <laughs> he
3: causes a mess
2: yeah a little bit of mayhem a little bastard <laughs> a, little, a little tiny Hitler.
3: Tiny, there we are. Yeah. Cheers. There you go. We got tiny there. Hitler. Cheers. We got there. There's a tiny.
2: I'm, I'm not reaching. There's a tiny <laughs> Hitler
3: in Demon Night? Um, stop saying that sometimes. Right? <laughs> he actually in no way <laughs> resembles Hitler in his actions or his appearance. We just think it's funny to say kid. They're tiny Hitlers. I do think
2: that's funny. I, that, that is actually pretty funny. But yeah, just Micah well, one episode. There's yeah. not that. It's funny. One episode. Hey, well,
1: I mean, you
2: say that, but then we always. I know. Bring it back around. I know.
3: Uh, yeah, man, so take us back.
2: 1995. Let go. You know what? how he
3: does resemble Hitler. He's a fucking monster. <laughs> there we go. Brought it back. Good. There you go. All right. So, Demon Knight. Best movie of 1995, hands down. Okay. Agreed. Emer- possibly best movie of the decade of the 1990s. Who fucking cares?
2: It's okay. 95.
3: Put this up against Jurassic Park. What's better? Quick. Demon who, Knight. There we go. What are you crazy?
2: I do love Jurassic Park, but Jurassic yeah. Park it came out in ninety three, so it's irrelevant, but Well, I was gonna say the nineties. Ah, gotcha. All the 90s. gotcha. Uh this is definitely the best horror movie to come out from the decade. Might be one of uh, the best
3: horror movies of all time.
2: Everybody says Scream is the best
3: Fuck that. I mean, no, it's, I it's, mean Scream is dope. Scream's though. incredible. It's not better than Demon Knight. In my humble opinion. Agreed. Will okay. does not agree. I can see it on his face. Nice. No. So, so 1995,
2: when was the first time you saw the movie? Give me a second. I heard there's. <laughs> I'm hidden. You can't do that. It, like, dude, this movie is so incredible. Uh, I love everything from the the... The cold opener where it reveals like a, a C- the, the weird CGI crypt keeper walking at you, yes. uh, mm-hmm. which I, I thought that was wild. Uh, everything about this was so cool. You know, we were kids in '95, and then like getting to see this, uh, this was huge for anyone who was a fan of the show back then too. Yeah. Which is so weird because as an adult, I look at you two, and then I I look at like my wife and all my other friends. Everybody watched Tales from the Crypt growing up. Now, when I was a kid, I was the only one I knew that was watching Tales from the Crypt. I would go to school and try to bring it up. Nobody would talk to me about this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, it was,
3: hmm. I mean, I feel like it was big, but not among, like, the people I knew. Like, Nobody, normal people? But it was, like, yeah, it was on um, it was on HBO, and then Fox picked it up. I remember it was on, like, Sunday nights on Fox. But yeah, really? yeah, yeah, it yeah. totally was. I don't remember that. I think, like, 9 o'clock, something like that?
2: No shit. Sure. I mean, Tales from the Crypt just meant so much to me as a kid growing up. And it also meant a lot to...
3: I have incredible memories of both the show, but especially the movie. This was sort of a... This was a, a big moment in my life. Yeah? Yeah. I have I have a good story about this. Let's hear it, man. Do um, tell. This, this came out in 1995, Yeah, as we mentioned. Uh, and right around the time I when I was uh, turning 11. Becoming so, a man. Yeah, I... Sort of. I, you know what? This movie may, might have made me a little bit more of a man. Mm, I can see In why. many ways. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, actually, thinking back on it, this, these might have been some of the first cinematic tits that I saw. Really? Oh, Possibly. Sure. I don't know. Mo- significant in my mind, anyway, in my memory. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let me tell a story. Okay. Let's, let's do story time here. Um, I was having a birthday party, and my, my birthday is in October, right around Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's always been pretty awesome. Uh <laughs> Because I would always get a lot of like presents that would have to do with like Halloween costumes. I would always have cool costumes because my parents would give me stuff uh, related to Halloween just because my birthday was around the time of year. Every year you were just a different type of pirate. I was a pirate many, many times yeah. actually. You were a doctor pirate. Did a lot of pirates. You were a um, construction pirate. I think I was a. I think it was a knight one year. I had a little little a demon suit of armor. Oh. Um, but anyway, I was having this birthday party with all my friends from the neighborhood. Uh, 11 years old, big year for any young man, and this movie had just come out, and the only thing I wanted that year for my birthday was to watch Demon Night, because all my friends, half of my friends had already seen it, but they were all talking about how awesome it was. Huge fan of ta- uh, Tales from the Crypt at this time, so I was like, I gotta see this movie. Yeah, it looks amazing. Um, so my dad takes me to the local Blockbuster, which was the place to go <sighs> at the time. The blockbuster if you video. To rent a wow, VHS. what a feeling. Yes. So, we go there, and I say, I would like to rent Demon Knights, because that is the best movie ever, I'm told. (laughs) (laughs) So, my dad takes a look at it. We pick up uh, the VHS, and lo and behold, it is rated R, Mm. for reasons that we'll get into. Yeah. It earned this R rating. It did. It deserved this R rating. Totally. Uh, But the R, as many of you may may know, uh, delineates that it is not appropriate For an 11-year-old. So, me and my father take this uh, VHS box to the front counter of the Blockbuster video, where there is a pimply fuck of a teenager (laughs) (laughs) behind the counter. And my father, being the responsible parent that he is, asks this young man, how do you feel about this movie? Do you think this would be appropriate for, let's say... An eleven year old's birthday party. Do so you think wait, do you think this would ruin these child's these children's minds if I allowed them to watch this film?
1: Will? So wait, so why did your dad ask me that question to begin with? Was he I, like was he like genuinely like genuinely like wondering? Yeah, I think like, I think oh, okay.
3: he was a little he was a little concerned that he might be renting something that was like grossly inappropriate for, for my young mind to handle. Okay. Um so you know, I think he was being responsible. Gotcha. Uh, so he asks, he asks this uh, aforementioned pimply fuck, hmm. um, you know, is would this be an okay movie to rent for this kid's birthday party? And this kid went off. He went in detail. He wanted to sabotage my life. What? He told my father, absolutely not. No, do not rent this. Movie. do he's, not let wow. your kid have the only thing he wants for he's his staring
2: you right in the eye he's while looking he's looking right it. at me and yeah. I, must
3: have, I must have looked like the saddest child in the world he in this threw salt in on
2: your GA on me
3: yeah he rained on my fucking parade and he said father of this child that I have never met before I'm gonna do your job for you and I'm gonna tell you don't rent this movie because it's bad it's got boobs it's got blood it's got violence it's got swear words and your son will never be the same again after seeing it.
2: This pimply fuck had no idea that you've like already had sex with Tom Jones at this point.
1: <laughs> I didn't think we we're gonna bring it up again. It, right? it, was, it was repressed. <laughs> Can't help it.
3: It was repressed. But he had—I mean, he had no way of knowing. But anyway, I remember—I remember, I remember uh, seeing in my father's face that he was. He was divided. Mm-hmm. His contemplation he, is he, real. He right was now. taking a moment. He wasn't sure. He was like, You know, this kid, this employee is you know, he's speaking truth. He's not wrong. Yeah. But then he's it was like he's looking back and forth between like me and this asshole and me and this asshole. He's like, Do I wanna do wanna make my son happy? Only thing he wants for his birthday once again? Or do I wanna listen to this this douchebag?
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And uh I have to say, uh, this, was, this is one of the moments, uh, one of those beautiful moments between a father and son in our relationship where I realized that he actually, he may have considered me his son. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he, may have, well. he may have looked at me as, as his own
2: child. Now he's like, I have no son. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he, he looked right at this guy and he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to rent this movie anyway. I'm going to let these kids watch it. And uh, needless to say, he, he sat down, he watched this movie with us because he was like, you know, I'm going to screen this. Of, you know, if anything terrible happens, I'll turn it off. You know, he, was, he told my mom, I promise I'll, ter- I'll turn this <laughs> off if, if, if there's anything in there that, that isn't appropriate. Yeah. And of course, as we all know now, two seconds into this movie, it's just tits and blood. <laughs> and it's me- just all, immediately. It's just, it, it earns this hard R rating and uh, just right from the get go. So, best birthday of all time. Eleven years old. Me and all my friends watched *Demon Night*, and to this day, it is one of my favorite films ever.
1: Okay, real cool question. Yeah. Um, how old were you guys when you saw your like your first set of tits?
2: I was six. Like real tits? Yeah. Uh, not really real like, tits, like like, tits. Like movie tits. Like
1: movie magazine
2: anything.
3: Yes, yeah, so I was. I was
2: six years old. It was actually in a porno. I might have to it's think about that for a yeah. second. Yeah, I, I watched my first porn when I was six. That's kind of bad. Thinking I was. Like nine? Okay. Eight,
1: nine, ten in the movie?
2: Cool. Apparently Greg, guys, was, Greg
1: was 11. Do you guys remember... Um,
3: <laughs> no, I, now that I'm thinking about it, that wasn't the first movie Tits I ever saw. I want to say it was more like probably like eight or nine. Okay.
1: Do you guys remember... Um, Micah, you might remember this magazine. Do you guys remember um, Black Tail Magazine? Of course I do. Yeah, yeah it was so, great. So I've, my, I've heard of the legend of Black Tail Magazine. Oh, yeah? yeah. All right. I, so never I actually saw it so, so my dad... I don't have feel like i mentioned this before, but he used to always have all of his magazines just out and about.
2: It was a it was a sign of showing like uh, how cultured you were to have like porno mags out. Like, yes, help yourself to some of my my, yeah. my porno buffet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he
1: he had like, he had like a, a, he had like a specific magazine rack that was on the floor, and I remember it so vividly. The yeah. carpets were like a like a like a teal blue. He had a porn rack. The magazine rack was, like, gold. And I remember all the black-tail magazines on the rack.
3: <laughs> he, had, he had a finely not only, magazine not only, the, not
1: only did he have them on the rack, he had them, like, in his closet. He had them in the spare room closet. He he had a lot of them. Oh,
2: man. See, like, normally people have, like, It took a, you until
1: nine years
3: old to actually, like, check these out.
1: Well, no, because I... Again, this is...
2: We don't have to go into the, yeah, the whole yeah. going,
1: I already, I'm already going to therapy, so don't uh, need
2: to go for this. No, I think that's funny because, like, normally, like, like people have like a you know, you go to a wall, uh, something flips up, and it's like beep 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 beep, retinal scan, and then like you walk through like an area, and there's like your U-Haul statue of porn. Yeah. Your dad just had them laying all a boot. Oh, no, yeah, literally, just, like, like I said, the, about like it. I said,
1: the one the one rack was always just out and filled with like dirty magazines. Things. That's fun. I used to, uh, of course, I use. I, I, I would like go through them and like look at them, but then, yeah, I, would, like, I, would, then I would like hear the door open, and I would, I would like hurry up and close it, and put it back in the rack, and just like like I'm,
2: like I'm sleeping. All right, Demon Night, <laughs> Demon Night, Demon Night. Now, this what's really we fun about a this movie? Little
1: personal there, sorry.
2: What's really fun about this movie is that the script was actually written back in 1987. That's uh, crazy! It, it, it came out two years prior to like the HBO series debut of. Tales from the Crypt. It was actually made it was it was intended to be made into a film by director Tom Holland. He planned on shooting it Tom Holland
1: a, from Fright Night and Child's Play.
2: Correct. He was actually Planning on shooting this as a follow up to Child's Play. Okay. Uh, yeah, Holland. He hired an FX team and everything, like uh, basically to like do sketches for it. He went on to do Fatal Beauty, and it bombed uh, because of the bomb of Fatal Beauty. The script fell into the hands of the Pumpkinhead screenwriter, screenwriter yes. Mark uh, Carducci. Yes. He sat on it for a couple years, nothing really happened to it, and I, I, apparently this is a thing where you could just be like, hey, I, sorry, this has been on my desk, here, you have it. Okay. You could do it. He gave it to Mary Lambert. Mary Lambert, if you don't know, was the director of Pet Cemetery back in 1989. Yeah. Mary Lambert was like, wow, I really like this, but I'm going to throw some crazy stuff in here and make, uh, I guess at the time would be radical ideas, making uh, an, an african uh, the lead an african american breaker's character yeah uh, i don't know if you guys were aware of that uh, breaker was going to be african american and it was going to have a little bit more of uh, um, sort of a night of the social, living dead kind of it was going to ha- he was, was going to have like a little more was, was social commentary
1: ra- ra- not, not, not like racial <laughs> but a little racial
2: yeah, yeah. mainly like like sol- social commentary on it yeah. but she directed pet cemetery 2 which was a complete bomb. I may maybe we could blame Ed, Ed Furlong for this. I don't know. We can Greg absolutely blame Ed Furlong for that. Uh, Greg thinks that's not that so
1: that Ed- because he was fucking great in T two. Was he great in T2? I no. Don't, I don't know if he was great. In I'm okay. not going to say he was great. He, he must say the movie was great. I'm he say was just T- in it. Because T2 was one of, the only, one of the few sequels that was better than the first one.
2: T2 is incredible. Yeah. yeah, No, it's great, but I'm not going to be like, Ed and Furlong stole the show. <laughs> Ed Furlong was in it. Okay. Yes, exactly. That's kind of what it was. <laughs> Unless you're Greg, who thinks Ed Furlong saved the Crow <laughs> franchise. Uh, that is That's fact. right. Resurrected the Crow franchise. Yes, right? Oh, my God. Right, God. Put it. So, Pet Cemetery 2 actually bombed hard so nobody was investing in demon knight uh they're like wait mary lambert's doing this fuck no so then the script ended up in the hands of charles band charles Mm -hmm. band was the guy behind full moon features yes fucking rules okay he totally does but could you imagine Demon Night as a full moon movie, it would seriously look like Head of the Family. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, there would be like one demon and they would just like give him contacts. Yeah, that would have been it. And they, yeah, they'd kick him down the stairs at the end, and it would be hilarious. <laughs> it would just be a doll. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, because Charles Band was trying hey, to hey like, demon, you want to take the window or the stairs? <laughs> 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 take the stairs. yeah, We would take the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so, because of the whole like. The budget constraint, it was in limbo, and then it finally got to the desk of Joel Silver's Silver Pictures, uh, where they were just like, hey, we are going to make three Tales from the Crypt movies. This could be the second one. Dead Easy will be first, and then a movie called Body Count, which we know never fucking happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe because of uh, copyright issues with ice Tea. <laughs> 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 um but at this time there were actually two versions of the script. Uh, the one was uh, I it, it was Obviously, the one we got, I feel, is the better of the two. The other one has to do with the the collector was like a Bible salesman, and he had like a legion of fellow salesmen, and those were going to be the demons, and they were going to be wearing sunglasses. If the sunglasses came off their head, it shows that they had green eyes, and it's like, oh no, demon. Like sunglasses,
1: uh, sunglasses and black suits, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was like the other script, but then they so were just like, like... Was this like Men in Black before Men in Black? I I don't know. Nah. Uh, but it, it's it's... What, what they were just like, yo, this sounds super cheesy, whatever. So they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's give this movie a proper budget. So that's why we got the sweet set that we got. Yeah. That's why we got somebody like William Sadler. That's why we got Billy Zane. Billy fucking Zane.
3: Fuck. So man's game. He does not come cheap.
2: And then that's why we got
3: those full. But he comes often.
2: Yes, he <laughs> certainly does. And it's hard every time. Uh, that's why we got those full suit slimy demons that all look different. That's not like Chud where you just see a hand or part of the face. It was full body suits. That's why we had those sweet fucking melt effects when they rose out of the ground. That's why we got those sweet kills. All that sweet, sweet gore.
1: All those sweet, sweet tits.
2: Yes, those two, and they were all fake, which was awesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, And like, I, I mean, this this movie could have been different. This movie could have been so different. It probably wasn't even. Go, it could have not been a Tales from the Crypt movie. Uh, instead, we got what we got, which was 1995's classic Demon Knight, the one that we know and love. It's not, you know, it wasn't a Tom Holland movie, not Mary Lambert, not anyone else's. It wasn't, this movie it wasn't was fucking, solid
1: as shit. It wasn't fucking Bordello of Blood.
3: Oh
2: God, damn it! More like Bordello of Blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I don't want to go on a rant here, but my name's Dennis Miller. Yeah. God, I hate Dennis Miller I so could not much. think of his fucking name at all today. His show is good. His show was okay.
1: He's, he's
3: had some. He's funny. Like he's had some good moments, but he he wasn't good in Bordello
1: Blood. Oh. No. Nothing that's about that, Bordello that, that's Blood. That's the was one good. that I saw. I had, I had up until
2: last night. I had never seen Demon Night before. Oh my god! I love that. That this was your first time watching so this. Your
3: your entire perspective on Tales from the Crypt movies was but blood. Yeah, that they suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then what and was that's the, literally why I didn't watch the, the Demon Knight, To be honest, and the third one was uh, Ritual, which came out like way way later than the like other 2003? two thousand three.
2: Like something I like wait, that. Really? Yeah, I don't even this know. Third one. Yeah, but, like nobody knows. It's not it. good. Uh, uh, Kingsley is in it. Uh, ben Kingsley's. It's it, so awful. It's really bad. So, Greg, why don't we get into the characters, man? All right. Going with our main guy first, Mr. Breaker. Yeah, who is played by William Sadler?
1: Who is from Buffalo, by the way,
3: and he is amazing. He's so good. Also, this is—he is is from Buffalo. That's right. This is by no means his first uh, time doing a role for Tales from the Crypt either. Correct. He's in one of my favorite episodes—the first episode, Yellow, which is a big one. Yeah. Okay. Or no, he was in—he's the man that would be death. I thought he was in Yellow. Who's in Yellow? That, that's that's the one with the war and the uh, executioner. Yeah, right?
2: is that not William Sadler? I'm going to have
1: to go back and watch these. I thought he was the in executioner
3: while. in the first one.
1: Okay. Keep, keep going,
3: buddy. But he is, to describe his character in Demon Knight, he is a hero, he is a warrior. He is a leather-clad badass. He is a man of God. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he is our titular demon knight.
1: Yes. If you guys don't know who William Sadler is, he is Death and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And he is also the main bad guy in Stephen Seagal's best movies, in my opinion, Hard to Kill. Okay. Oh! All right. <laughs> that's yeah. a good is one. Is
2: that where he had the, the double-barrel shotgun shoved in his mouth? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and God, they still couldn't so cool. kill him. Yeah. Because it was hard. It was hard. It was <laughs> the, fucking, the
1: the final scene when he had a, the shotgun in his mouth and he took it out. like was going to shoot him in nuts. Yep. And Sadler's like, no, no. And he <laughs> shoots it and he he's like, Seagal's like, I missed. I never miss.
3: How'd I miss? Why is this guy so fucking hard to kill? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, let's, so dumb.
2: and let's not forget William Sadler was in last year's incredible movie, VFW. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, really good stuff.
3: Also, in the later seasons of Tales from the Crypt, there was a death and crypt uh, keeper crossover. Yeah. Where they would they would uh, partner up to introduce some of the episodes. Shit. Really? Yeah.
2: So Sadler's I all don't over remember Tales that. from the Crypt. Dude, that's awesome. Like I, said, I haven't watched yeah. Tales from the Crypt in like years or so not. I need to get, like, get back into it. They cause... they
3: did a, a Bill and Ted crossover. Technically they're in the same universe. No shit. If you think about it that
2: Jesus way. Christ. I'm sorry. I that episode yellow. That's a I, good I, episode, it's, too. It's Eric Douglas and Kirk Douglas are in that movie. Never oh, mind. All right. Yeah I, I, yeah, I know. I was young. It's been a while since I've seen <laughs> this stuff. Who the stuff. fuck is Eric Douglas? <laughs> exactly. Uh, exa- yeah, exactly. It's He's like one of the bald ones that we don't care about. Right. Oh, shit. All right. Who do we have? Uh, ex- Michael, but shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so William Sadler. Kirk just calls him shitty Michael for the first 10 <laughs> years of his life. <laughs> William Sadler actually wasn't originally he cast. He didn't get any
3: milk when he was growing up. No.
2: Uh, William, uh, William Sadler wasn't actually cast to play uh, the part as Breaker. It was originally Willem Dafoe. No shit.
1: It's kind of awesome.
2: I screwed that, that, that up. Fun. I screwed wait, that up. Didn't you say he was Never mind.
3: originally trying to cast an African-American actor for him? Yeah, what the fuck?
2: That was Mary Lambert, bro. Okay. Back in, like, 90. So wait, okay. so
1: so it's not Dafoe, so you just got me really excited. For no, no, no,
2: no, no, no. I fucked up. He's... I, I got, I got things Dafoe screwed up in have my head. Good, he so wait, was def- was okay. Willem Dafoe was supposed to be Billy Zane's character. Okay. Oh, that would have been That's what it was. I, that would have been
1: something else. Been I okay.
2: apologize. They so look, you know what? They look
1: say, similar as hell, by the way.
3: In most cases, I would say Defoe is the obvious choice over Billy Zane. Yeah. But Billy Zane. He killed it this is bit. the role he was born to play. He is yeah. perfect in this. And I think he's actually gone on record saying that this was his favorite movie role. Good. Because really? What are
1: yeah. we gonna say? Rocketeer was his favorite movie? No. Yeah. Fuck right?
3: Cat. Uh Billy Zane of Zoolander fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, to be totally honest, I love his role in Zoolander.
2: Yeah. Because
3: it's just stupid and
2: short. It it's is like so stupid. Billy <laughs> All right, man. Who, uh, so I guess, well, we... <laughs> Now that we've gotten,
3: yeah. now that we've talked about Breaker, our next, I would say our next kind of mainly, and aside from Billy Zane, who we'll get to, is, uh, Geraldine. Yes. Played by Jada Pinkett, or who we now know as Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh... Who is actually – she's, she's kind of the reason why we chose this movie for this month. Yeah. Because she's a, a strong African-American female lead. Yeah. So, yeah. There, so, there wasn't a lot
1: of that in the, in the, in the, in the 90s. So she, she legitimized Demon Knight as mm-hmm. the perfect movie for this month. Okay.
3: If you, if you stretch it. Janet so. smith
1: <laughs> from um, Set It Off fame, and she's also the, the black girl who gets killed in Scream so this Also an
3: incredible musician if you're into metal.
2: This really? Looks,
3: no. God Check. damn it, Greg! No, I'm no. not even kidding. Check out her band. She does have.
1: I know she does. She does have a band. It's not good. No.
3: All right. She Spin yeah, has
2: a metal band. Yeah,
3: I'm not. I'm not making that up. I, it's not, it's, but it's, it's not good. I was lying when I said it was good.
1: Cause oh, like, well, cause maybe. like, I, 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 I was like, wait, I know she should actually have a band, but I don't remember if she's actually any good in her band. No, so you, no, you gonna kind of
3: mess me up. It's really awful. I think the rest of the band might be talented. Okay, but she's like the she's just she not, does like the front man no, role. She shouldn't be, and she's not. Oh, no, Jada, not so not good at that.
1: No,
2: the role of Geraldine was actually supposed to be for Cameron Diaz. You mentioned this earlier. Though, yeah, oh, I'm write up here. Yeah, oh, uh, so that
1: would have been terrible.
2: I, I mean, I don't think it would have been terrible, but not as good but as like, Jada Pickett. Cameron, uh,
1: Cameron Diaz '95 was like
2: damn. Oh, no doubt. But I'm going to say Jada Pinkett Smith is hotter. Yeah. Uh, She's
1: a better actress, too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: But Ernest, the director, Ernest Dickerson, uh, who is a black man uh, who directed this movie, he had to fight the studio to get. Jada Pickett-Smith casted the character instead of Cameron Diaz. The oh, studio actually wanted Cameron Diaz to be at this part. Was okay. she
3: married to Will Smith yet at this point in her life? 95?
2: No. no. I don't think so. They got
1: married in 97? Okay.
3: Yeah. So she didn't have Will pulling for her in these happy nah. No, no.
2: This she was all on her she, own, she man. She wasn't getting with it yet. Yeah, and actually, this role helped Jada Pickett-Smith get the lead in Nutty Professor that came out the following year. Really? Yeah. It was because of this. Wait.
1: She was in a sequel. She wasn't in the first one.
2: That's what I said. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: she was no, also, fuck. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, she wasn't the first one. The first one. That's My exactly bad. what I said.
3: She, she also was, she, wasn't in the the pornographic parody, also called The Nutty Professor.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> oh. So was she not Ew. in
1: A Low Down Dirty Shame either?
2: I don't. I know what you're talking about. I just I don't remember anything another from King that movie, movie other than
1: Keenan and Ivan the movie.
2: Yeah, I. I yeah, I I don't I remember watching that when it first came out, but I don't. He's one of the funnier
1: Wayans. Is he really is. He's
3: good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Wayans, know. let's go to our next guy, <laughs> Billy Zane. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Wayans.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Zayans. The we have, we've got Billy Zane's character, who I just call Billy Zane. Yeah. How could you not though? I think he's technically he's called like the collector. Yeah. The collector. Um. But he's yeah. a he's a demon. Um, there 's actually a couple collectors he 's a film. high ranking demon, mm. but not the highest no because he does mention at one point that he's he 's aiming for a promotion totally <laughs> um, so he is a demon he 's a smooth talking demon he 's also a fake sheriff he 's a real sexual predator yeah. and he is hunting breaker, trying to recover the key
2: was he actually doing the sheriff thing because I thought it was more he was just collecting stuff i don't remember him actually saying he was a sheriff we well, had a little
3: yeah a cowboy hat and a duster
2: i didn't see a badge i assumed he was you too. just you you just can't be like hey this is walker texas ranger because he, he actually
1: a... reminded me of jenny uh, hopper from um texas chainsaw very yeah. good yeah, yeah. okay he, he he had yeah the look yeah
2: definitely had the look
3: so moving on uh we have irene that's real quick that was who willow
2: defoe was supposed to play yes yeah
1: Bill Zins bit the collector yeah, now yeah, could okay. you,
2: like, that's, yeah, sorry, I know I mentioned that. That would bring, that honestly would have been sorry. great, because Will Defoe is that.
1: fucking amazing in everything he does.
2: He could play a good demon. Yeah. Absolutely. He
1: has a demoness space.
2: Such a ham, yeah. but He,
3: he kind of looks like the Green Goblin.
2: A little bit. He kind of looks like a guy that would run a lighthouse. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other <laughs> references. <laughs> he's been to other shit, we just can't think what else he's been He kind of looks like a cop a gay <laughs> cop that's
3: yeah, yeah yeah cross-dressing cop who is friends with some irishmen yes they love potatoes uh who do we have next well we've got irene who is the tough no-nonsense owner of our main location which is a bed and breakfast she,
2: and she is so by, underrated yeah she, she plays
1: is, by cch pounder
3: which is a odd <laughs> that's a name, a name that's yeah. my porn name yo that's a great name.
1: What does the CCH stand for? I have no idea. I didn't actually look at the link. to see. Carol Kathleen Hennigan? No, that's not right. A, okay, I'll look that
3: sounds that right. right. That sounds fine. Anyway, she <laughs> keeps Cordelia employed, who is another character we'll get to. Mm-hmm. And by keeping Cordelia employed, she keeps everyone else happy.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wow, I was way off. Her name is Carol Christine Hilaria Pounder. She is famous from... The S.H.I.E.L.D., and she was also Dr. Loretta. Wow. I believe she was also in The Wire. Dr. Loretta Wade and NCIS New Orleans.
2: The director, uh, Dickerson, that, that directed this movie also worked on The Wire. Mm-hmm. And she's
1: also Dr. Angela Hicks from ER, which is her most famous role, I think. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So our next character is Cordelia.
2: Yes. Who... Uh, She's a hell of a woman, this Cordelia. She's a hell of a yeah, woman. she is.
3: She is a person who sells her body for the sexual gratification of others.
2: You know what, man? It is the world's oldest profession, and I'm here for it. Right. What do you call that? Uh, sex worker. A prostitute. Or we could
3: say sex worker. We could say a lot of things.
2: <laughs> Lady of the night. But
3: she has captured the heart of my main man, Wally. Yeah. Who is an ex-postal worker. He's obsessed with the aforementioned Cordelia, and to put it delicately, he's kind of a bitch, but he has a big heart.
1: Yeah, he's played by Charles Fletcher, who is best known for appearing in films such as A Nightmare on Elm Street, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and *The Polo Express. He's fantastic. Yes.
3: Yeah. Also, kind of an odd, I don't know if they did this intentionally, but Wally's last name is Enfield, which I thought was kind of a funny little nod Uh To the idea that he's, I don't know, if I don't want to give away too much of a plot point, but he has the potential to go postal.
2: Yeah. Well, who was the the guy, was his name Enfield?
3: Well, uh, uh, the Lee Enfield rifle is a very popular, uh, well-known
2: weapon. I I love that you would pick that out, you psychopath.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Charles Fletcher is, I don't know if anybody knows, but he is the doctor from the original Elm Street movie. He's a dream doctor from the Street. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get that hat, Nancy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: You don't know how badly I want to put the words dream doctor on my business card.
1: <laughs> I mean, nobody's <laughs> stopping you, Greg. That's
3: true. You know yeah, I mean? right? That's very
2: true. Dream doctor. How, how far
3: <laughs> do I want to pursue this madness?
2: Like, my idea dream doctor is George Clooney. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, right? He's so dreamy. He's if, a doctor. if you
3: typed in the words dreamy and doctor into a search engine, like, George Clooney is going to be your first hit. Absolutely. I can pretty much
2: guarantee that. Yeah, followed by that guy from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Kevorkian. (laughs) He's streamy, all right. (laughs) Yo. It's going to be lights out for you. No. Oh. But it
1: first was the homeboy from Grey's.
2: The first one was? Yeah. Okay. George Clooney wasn't the first? No, surprisingly. Shit. This is very upsetting. Who's Times there? have changed, and I'm not here for it. Seriously.
1: Well, I mean, because the, the fucking guy, the character name, he, he was Mick Dreamy in the fucking show, apparently. So that makes sense. Oh. The way he yeah. would come up first. Okay. Yeah. The
2: word dream was in his nickname. Yeah. All right. So now that we got him out of the way, yes. motherfucker.
1: Okay. All
3: right. So our next guy is Roach. Yes. Who is uh, Micah's favorite actor from the movie Sideways. Thomas Hayden Church, he's great in yeah. everything. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, I he, I he's, yo, I didn't
1: know he was in Wings. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, totally. He <laughs> plays the perfect asshole. Well, yeah, he's he's awesome. so good at it. He's
2: great. It's so like he plays
1: an asshole in a lot of his movies though, and he's really good at it. That's it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And he he you know, he embraces it.
2: He was a womanizer in sideways and mm-hmm. kind of a piece of shit to Paul Giamatti. He, he was just a bad friend. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, we'll find out that he is just
3: awful in this. He's a, he plays kind of a stupid asshole in Killer Joe, too, which is a great movie. Hmm. Huh. Have you seen that? No, no. sir. No, that's a good one. It's based on a two act play. Uh, lots of violence. It's a, it's fun. Thomas real, it's Church fun. does a lot of Broadway. yeah yeah Yeah. so uh anyway roach he is our resident uh asshole dickhead scumbag and he just shows up to fuck but gets roped into this whole demon mess and he is
2: not here for it at all no he's reluctant
3: to be there he just wants to leave the whole with
2: his mesh his mesh shirt and hawaiian (laughs) shirt over top
3: of it he's also into some pretty kinky sex i'm here for it too man have you ever uh you ever indulged in the mid 90s hair too?
2: In? in the electric stuff? No, dude. Nah. But that's I mean I man, I'm down for anything. Never gotten that jiggy with it, huh? No, 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 no,
3: no. Nope. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. No, nope. <laughs> who do we have uh who else we got? Well, our last guy, because actually the number seven is very significant in this movie. So there are seven main characters. Yes. Our seventh one is a guy that I came to call boxcar Willie. Okay. Dick Miller. Also known as just Willie. But he is
2: played by Dick Miller. Yeah. Dude, the legend himself. And he's great. Dick Miller. Yeah. If you look Dick Miller up back in his heyday, he was a very handsome man. No, he of is. Of course, we all remember him from Gremlins, Gremlins 2, Chopping Mall, and this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is just a delight. He passed away a couple years ago. So re- yeah, yeah, rest in peace, Dick Miller.
1: Yeah, he is more known um, from the 1959 movie A
2: Bucket of Blood. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I never saw that. It's good. What's it yes. about? Buckets of blood. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> so he plays a drunk hobo uh, who doesn't actually seem to know where he is or what he's doing through a lot of this movie, but he does. Uh, he, he fills a very important role.
2: He's one of those old, full of shit guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just tell you. He'll spin a yarn for sure. He's actually kind of the reason
3: this whole movie happens, in a way, if you think about okay, it. Okay. okay, sure. You know? Uh, right. Well, I mean, once we get into the plot, we'll talk about it, but he, he's the one who brings breaker to our main location
2: mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah he's, he's i mean like, we I can... know a
3: place we'll go hole up there
2: <laughs> i got it. stoners be like i know a place <laughs> <laughs>
3: they give me free food and shit sometimes because uh otherwise i'd be living in a boxcar
2: was that the seven i feel like there were two more that we were, were missing from the seven who'd i forget uh the the deputy the sheriff yeah sheriff um tupper you talking about the oh deputy bob Deputy Bob, because okay. he's the one that actually, I don't give a shit about the sheriff. Okay. Deputy Bob was, uh, who was he played by? Uh, Gary Farmer. He's awesome in this movie. His yeah, facial yeah. Expre- expressions and everything mm-hmm. were great. He's very animated. Yes. Yeah. I, I, over the top. You know what we, he reminds me it, of? Huh? I, don't,
3: I, I, I haven't actually looked this up, and it might be the same guy. Probably not. But he reminds me of the cops from the Ernest
2: movies.
1: Hmm.
2: Oh, my God. I wonder if it's the same guy. I was going to say I, he reminds me of
1: a of, um, homeboy from um, Beetlejuice, Otho.
2: Yeah, that too. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Same same
3: kind of shape. Mm-hmm. Like and then a real, we real otho shape to his body.
2: Speaking of shape, we got that one kid that looks like a little Michael Myers. Yeah, he does. Little Danny. Little Danny Ryan O'Donohue. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It <laughs> <Who's just> was <laughs> just a. I really did. Little
1: kid. <laughs> I really just did, a, did like a home, like a home improvement deep dive yesterday. What? <laughs> I don't know why. I was, I was I was thinking of, of of Tim Taylor and his fucking grunt. <laughs> okay, Roger Avery, that bullshit.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I just like I, was, like I did like a deep dive on YouTube of like I was like, how many fucking JTT is? Where is he? He how ain't doing shit. Now? He's forty now.
3: Really? Yeah.
1: He's older than me.
3: Yeah. For some reason, I thought he was always kind of my same age. But, yeah, yeah I thought older. I
2: thought. Well, all right.
1: Yeah, Man, yeah, yeah, he ain't doing shit either. He left. He out. Ho- he peaced Hollywood out.
3: Yeah, now that he's not, uh, yeah, because the, the pages of Tiger Beat magazine. There's not a yeah. whole lot of work for him. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sorry, JTT. He still
1: doesn't let, let, let out that fucking Lion King movie. Lion King money. Yeah, right. Yeah, <sighs> yeah.
3: I mean, that did very well. Hell yeah!
2: <laughs> I heard it. I heard it did. <laughs> it even had a sequel.
1: Yeah,
3: most which, of us have heard of
1: it, which wasn't that good, but it was still pretty decent.
3: Yeah, we could have uh, we could have done the Lion King for February.
1: Ooh, good point. Nope.
2: (laughs) So we got... uh, Let's get to it. Let's get that sweet, sweet cold opener. On to the point. Yes. And the movie starts right off the bat with the opener to Tales from the Crypt. Yes. The Danny Elfman score... The point of view of you just a beautiful song. Oh my god. And this
3: this was one of the things I think we all really enjoyed as kids because this intro is literally just you
2: going through a haunted house.
3: Oh my god. Mm -hmm. It's so fun.
2: I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. I watched this Yes, yes. I watched this movie last night with my wife. We were high as shit and we were so hyped watching it. And we were like both getting goosebumps talking about it. When you go through that house, like I always wanted to go through that house as a kid. There's two versions. There's, there's, there's a longer one. There's
3: a much longer one, and then there's kind of the, like the abbreviated one. That's, yeah, you a go lo- through, the through some. Long one ex- goes through a lot of different. A lot different of different rooms. rooms and, yeah, you know, you you eventually make it down the spiral staircase. You
2: know? I love those the, with the faces yeah, on so the pillars.
3: Weird. Oh, and then you finally get to the, crypt. the crypt. And uh, crypt keeper pops out of his coffin. Cackles at you, and then the slime comes down. Oh,
2: John Kassir and his his yeah. wonderful voice. Mm-hmm. John Kassir is such a cool dude. Oh yeah, but well, I don't know for sure. But. No, he's <laughs> dude. He's awesome. I met him. A couple I met of him years one time ago. before. Micah did you did? Yeah, well, yeah. I never met him before. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it, Greg! Ah, you son of a bitch! No, what you said? You met him. It was, okay, so think of this as, like, just being one of the greatest experiences I've ever had movie-wise. And I'll picture it, all right? You're in a movie theater. You're sitting there. The movie theater's packed. Demon Knight just finished. And the credits start to roll. And then...
3: A bony little hand comes up from the bottom of your popcorn tub.
2: That's why you get the small. Uh, <laughs> so and then you're you're watching it, and the credits rolling. And then you hear somebody... Going like, oh. oh, fuck, I almost did my Joker voice. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> kind of yeah, Billy
2: Zane. Like, doing his, <laughs> I, I don't do a good crit no. Hello. Hello, kitties. Welcome, little kitties. I was going to say, it's, it's
1: kind of almost the same as a fucking Joker voice, though.
2: I guess. Uh, yeah, sort of. I, uh, John Kassir could totally voice the Joker. Yeah. Uh, and we're hearing this, and we're just like, what the fuck is going on? John Kassir got a live mic in the movie theater and just started living uh, comedy bits over top of it as the Crypt Keeper. This was during Demon Night At the very end, like, when uh, the credits started rolling. And then as soon as the credits were done, he, got, he stood in front of us and talked about the movie, did a little Q&A and stuff, does and he, then hung does out with everyone. Does he resemble
3: everyone. the Crypt Keeper in any way physically? Short. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Fauxhawk, okay. What? He's, he's kind of like a messy fauxhawk. Fohawk. Uh, I want
3: to see patchy, stringy hair on a balding head, <laughs> exposed teeth, no nose.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, I'll tell. I'll talk more about that as as we as we go on. Just with some of the like the little little things here and there. Okay. Uh, all right. Cold opener. After yes. we get after we get the whole uh, the intro. Mm-hmm. It, uh, where do we go from here, Greg?
3: Well, this is... We're talking about after the uh, the standard Tales from the Crypt yeah. intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We open on a bloody bedroom, which I assume is like a hotel room.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: we have just this hot woman. She's so hot. She's laying on a bed covered in blood,
1: scantily clad. Which, am I um, alone in this? Or is, or is that, is that kind of hot?
2: Oh, no, dude. Uh, no. Uh, Jada Pickett Smith covered in blood at the end of this is one of the hottest things in the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. Yeah.
3: So, she's on the phone uh, bragging to who I assume is the other man. I'm going to
2: say that that's the guy from the bar in the last movie we covered, Death by Temptation.
3: Miles Davis? (laughs) Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, she's on the phone with him.
3: So, she's on the phone with Miles Davis, uh, and she's bragging about the murder that she just committed. Yeah. Uh, And she tells him... Uh, that the victim is currently dissolving in the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got nothing to worry about. She's all excited about uh, their new life together. Yeah, and I then, love
2: that has a, she has a vat of acid in the yeah, basement just bubbling she's just away.
3: dissolving a body, and before you even know it, boom, she's
2: in a bathtub with her tits out. Oh, yeah. and she's... Oh, oh, my God. I, I love how she's, she's soaking in the tub and... She's very orgasmic. And this mm. is right about the time that my
3: father is pulling on his collar and wondering if he's made a terrible mistake.
2: <laughs> pulling on his collar while all you kids are just like, yo.
3: There's a room full of 11-year-old boys sitting on the floor in our living room. With pillows on your crotch. Watching mm. this movie and awkwardly covering their crotches. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Greg's over there like, oh, I wish my dad was in here. We could all jerk off together back to, to this back. Day,
3: one of the greatest moments of my life.
2: And and rightfully so. Huh.
3: And this woman... uh. She's, she's in the tub talking on the phone, but while she's bragging about the murder, we see some of the better uh, gore effects in the movie. Oh, my God. A, a sticky, bloody man returns from the dead. Yes. I assume he's a zombie, and he is dragging an axe towards her, mm-hmm. about to commit bloody murder. Yeah. And yeah. Right, when to, uh, right when he's about to- Literally, figuratively. Right when he's about to swing this axe down upon uh, this beautiful nude woman- a familiar voice screams "Cut!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fourth wall is broken. Our good man, or our good friend, uh, John Cassirer, as the Crypt Keeper is directing a horror movie. Yeah, yes, and here come the puns, mm-hmm. everyone! Oh my God, pun if there's, city! If there's one thing this motherfucker is known for, it's puns. Mm-hmm. He tells the the actor who's playing the
1: the corpse, who's John LaRuequet from uh, Night Court fame. Yes, yes, hell yeah! Night
2: Thank court. you. What, what's his name again? John Le Okay, he was also in an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yes, yeah. So oh. it was kind of fun seeing him yeah. in this. As yeah.
3: Well, regardless, he is no Gory Cooper, <laughs> from, from what we're told. Uh, <laughs> he al- and uh, he also uses. The you tool. call this
2: hacking? Yes,
3: I, I consider this acting. <laughs> yep, and he says, uh, "Where'd they dig this guy up?"
2: <laughs> referring to the the Crypt Keeper. Directors, uh,
3: so we we've got a pretty pretty typical Tales from the Crypt opening, which is good to see in the movie. Yeah. Oh, know? great! It, it makes the fans comfortable. You know what you're in for.
1: Yeah, this this movie is very. Um, is, this, this movie is like a it's like a long like we were saying. This is like a long Tales from the Crypt episode, and it's great because I mean, it's the, just
2: it's also wild to think that this wasn't taken from the comics, right? I know. Yeah, that this is a a script that was already living, like it mm-hmm. was meant to be Tales from the Crypt. Yeah,
3: but they don't they don't belabor it. Uh, they get right to the point, and Crip Keeper looks at the camera. He says, "Fright's camera action. We're going into Demon
2: Night. It was yeah. perfect because it didn't go on. It didn't no. drag. Yeah. Also, the one thing I was worried about uh, wh- when I first watched this movie was the Crip Keeper popping up occasionally in the middle. Like, like yeah, there was Act One. Yeah. yeah. W- let's let's get back to this story. Like, no, it was fucking great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there we go." Boom, right I it. call this one Bordello. <laughs> <laughs> I call this Demon Night. Yeah, uh, and right away, I get so hyped for this opener because I love the
3: opening. Well, in case you were wondering if this was in fact a movie from the 90s. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we
3: all popped hard for Filters, Hey Man, Nice Shot oh my god so cool still a great song to this day honestly that whole album's pretty decent
2: it's not bad that that song though is the one standout though and there we have our protagonist and our antagonist right off the bat
3: yeah we've got william sadler as breaker yeah uh
2: who's driving in a car down
3: a road at night he's being pursued by Sheriff Billy
2: Zane,
1: he's not a fucking sheriff. Fake
2: Sheriff <laughs> Billy Zane. He's not a fake sheriff. That's
1: was, that was what fucked me up because I, I was like, yeah, non Sheriff like,
2: Billy Zane. He, he, he yes, looked like thank you. He looked like
1: Dennis Haber from fucking. <laughs> they Texas. never
2: once say like they he's, don't. he's a U.S. Marshal, no. a sheriff, anything like that. He looks like, like it. He's just like in the trench coat. Well, he stole something from me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's assumed that. Uh, Breaker is a criminal. Oh, totally! Mm -hmm. He's being pursued for whatever crime he committed, and Billy Zane is intent on catching up to him. So, they—they kind of the show that this has been going on for a long time. When Breaker's car runs out of gas, it's like they must have been driving all night. Oh yeah, he's he's been fleeing from Billy Zane for a long time. Because he runs out of gas, his car stops in the middle of the road, and he immediately. Pops out the the driver's side window and starts shooting at him with what looks like a twenty two repeater. Yeah, <laughs> and that's always fun because I don't know if you're really that's that's not the most damaging weapon in the world, but he's shooting at him, and you're like, okay, this is pretty serious. Yeah, you know, car's out of gas. You want to kill Billy Zane? You know, there's he does like a straight
2: up like Tokyo Drift thing, like cuts it.
3: Yeah, he he peels to the side a little bit and just starts shooting at him. He shoots him enough times at his car. Uh, Billy Zane's car starts on fire,
2: which is such a cool scene. It's unrealistic,
3: Mm -hmm. but it's cool as hell.
2: I don't give a fuck how unrealistic it is. This is like something from twisted, twisted metal car lights
3: up and he does not stop.
2: No, he just
3: rams. He T-bones the shit out of him. Yeah, everything blows up. William
2: Sadler gets out. Billy Zane, of course, is still in the car. Somehow he survives. Like C-1000. Oh, Sadler?
3: Nah, breaker. Yeah, Sadler.
2: Yeah, yeah. Brawl Bre- Breaker wasn't in the car. He jumped out beforehand, and he has to make off on foot. Billy Zane was in the wreckage. So uh, that's where uh, uh, Breaker ends up at a diner, right? Well, the car blows up, and he he looks at his hand. Which Oh, yes. Can,
3: this is a theme throughout the whole movie, where he has these seven stars tattooed on the palm of his hand. Yeah. At this point, you don't really know what they mean or what the point is, but one of them moves. Yeah. And it's insinuated that this means that he did something right yes so he he looks at it and he's like okay this was supposed to happen um so he he runs away as i think we all would uh from psychopath billy zane who just crashed a car into him uh so he runs away and he he gets to this diner that you that you're talking about and he attempts to knife his way into a locked car
2: yeah (laughs) dude i've never taken a switchblade to a uh to I feel like, unlock a car, I feel but like that doesn't work. I don't think it works. But anyway, mm.
3: thus proving my point uh, that I've made several times that kids fucking suck. Uh, little Danny shows up and he says, "Hey man, that little piece you, of shit, you trying to steal my daddy's car?" Ugh. And he's like, "Hey kid, I'll give you a quarter if you fuck off."
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, it usually works he, in my experience. Like he often recorded, a quarter though. Like 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 kids like kids like kids kids know how much a fucking quarter is worth. Yeah. We'll 95.
2: find out later that with Breaker's age probably well, this has a lot to do with it. Well, this
3: is so you offer that's a kid a quarter, he's going to go play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, Ooh, and that's, that's kind of point. fucking awesome. Oh,
2: man, that's get really out of my point. head, because that's the exact same thing I was thinking. I'd yeah. take a quarter
3: okay. to fuck off from a man stealing a car if it meant I could play you know, just one round of Leonardo in that game.
1: Hey, man, sometimes... Uh, well, like What if you Russia? started playing, and like, then you'd like, immediately die? That quarter would like...
2: No reason. You
3: got to play. go back out there and catch him breaking into the car again. Uh, right.
2: like, <laughs> yeah, so really, really blackmail the guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: What does that say, brother?
2: So he goes running off because uh oh What's his? That's. Uh, it starts with an H. The diner owner comes running out. Right, hey, why you don't get away from my car, uh, Herbie? That's not right. Hmm. Herschel, Harold, Herschel, uh, Henry.
1: I honestly don't have a name. Damn it! Let that have down order.
2: Oh, uh, uh, so 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 breaker goes running off, and that's where he bumps anyway. into Dick Miller. Yes, yep. uh, Uncle Willie, Boxcar Willie, <laughs> Boxcar Willie, they, 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 love it.
3: They share a drink. They make some small talk about the storm, which kind of foreshadows the coming apocalypse, which I thought was kind of a nice touch. Yeah, just yeah. like in Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. Willie basically tells him, uh, "I got a place you can go, an old place." You know, but you may uh, you may be a criminal that freaked out that little kid by trying
2: to break into a car. But mm-hmm. I'll, You're, help, I'll help you out. You drank the last of my hooch. Let's go. We're we gonna got the, need more. <laughs> you know,
1: I got we got this church that's, 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 that was like turned into like a boarding house.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah. so the scene cuts to uh, two police officers who I just called Humpty and Dumpty. <laughs> uh, one of them is named Bob. We find out later, but uh, they're now investigating the car fire. That Billy Zane caused. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of them, just kind of slowly figuring out what happened here, Billy Zane sexily emerges from the fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was like, okay, Billy Zane. Fucking Billy Zane.
2: The one cop's like, yep, these two sons of bitches were going 100 miles an hour at least. It's like, uh, okay, why do not you go tell it to their ashes? They're
3: amazed that he survived. And I love that, like, there's a couple of moments in this movie. This is the first of many. Where the audience, they expect that the audience is probably asking questions, and they just kind of wave it off and go, "Fuck you, it's a movie." Yeah, uh, yeah right. This is the first one where they they're like, "How the fuck did this guy survive this car crash?" And <laughs> he just goes, "Airbags, gotta love them." And then they right. Just, yeah, <laughs> right off the bat, they just move airbags, on. Just just immediately move on. Like, don't don't even worry okay, about that's, it. That's logical. That's yeah, logical. Like, I right. survived. Don't ask questions. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so he tells them, "I'm chasing a man who's very dangerous. He needs to be stopped. He's got something of mine." and uh he went that way <laughs> that. so willie uh we go back to willie who's leading breaker to the decommissioned church that's now a and b and he kind of explains the background of it where he says uh you know this place it's it's you can you can get some rest here you can get some food here but it used to be a church and i think that's kind of an important detail okay because you know it does what explain the, all the stained glass
2: it does explain the the stained glass but i guess also that has to its holy ground kind of and that's where like the judgment of man is going to be settled kind of thing I, I think that's really cool uh and as he
3: says this the seventh star on breaker's hand
2: lines up the form a perfect circle and he says this
3: is just the place i'm looking
1: for yeah let's go back because like like the sixth star wasn't there until after the crash
2: right it was there. It just wasn't in the in the spot. It was the seven stars were always on his hands, but they were like kind of bunched together. Yeah, okay,
3: they, they start as a clump and then they slowly. Okay, all right. They thought, I thought, yeah. they,
2: I thought they, they had like
1: was formed like individually after every time. Yeah.
3: Like no, they don't appear. They just, just move, which okay. I thought was cool. The, the tattoo right. of it kind of like slides over gotcha. in the place.
2: Did anyone happen to catch the name of the hotel? Um, I didn't. No. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, I, I mean, sure. I don't not think I sure sure really has one. like. He
1: literally just says like it's like it used to be a church and now we just turned into a fucking thing.
2: You know, it's like I, I mean, whatever. I also this place was actually. Greg, you mentioned it that this was actually built, right? Yes, like was it a, wasn't an actual like standing building. I thought I was under the set. yeah, I was under the assumption that this was actually like a standing structure that they found. But yeah, apparently it was constructed. Uh, at at an abandoned airport hangar in Van Nuys, California. Yes,
3: and I think a a big part of that was that they wanted to get that Tales from the Crypt episode feel. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally. Which you can really see when, in a lot of the shots, like when they're sitting around the tables or when they're just talking, there's these big, kind of like neon-colored stained glass windows in the background with light coming through them, and there's like smoke effects. Yeah, It it really just has that, that Tales from the Crypt look.
2: It's like a mix of spooky and cheesy you know what it is it's it's 90s as fuck yeah god is it ever it is 90s as fuck yeah so totally totally 90s uh the set's awesome so we get inside the place and that's where we're introduced to irene and cordelia right
3: we meet the owner of the bed and breakfast uh whose name is irene she's Mm -hmm. at the desk uh and she is accompanied by cordelia who we mentioned was a sex worker
2: yes great lady
3: and our, our guys, Willie and Breaker, enter. Uh, and Breaker gives her a fake name. He says, my name is Mr. Smith. I'm looking for some place to stay momentarily.
2: Yeah, my name is Mr. Smith. I'm looking for Neo. Yeah. <laughs> and then
3: uh, Lawrence Fishburne pops <laughs> out of one of the rooms and just says, no, take the rent pill. <laughs> yeah, <fuck." laughs> but Irene is, uh, she's hesitant at first. She says, I don't rent to strangers, uh, especially on short term. Uh, but then our man Breaker busts out some money. Yeah, Which, he
2: has a billfold full of bennies. We don't
3: really know where it comes from. came We're, from his pocket. He's just rich as shit, and he's just like, maybe I can change your mind. Mm-hmm. And he proves, I guess, in a way, that Cordelia is not the only horror in this room. <laughs> 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 because she changes her mind, makes an exception, and gives him a room. So she yells for our next main character, Gerolene,
1: Mm-hmm.
3: who... At this point I kind of thought she's she's just sort of like the janitor. Of the yeah, place. I thought
1: so too until they like they, they bring it up. They elaborate on yeah.
3: it. Um but she says, "Geraldine, get the fuck over here. Show Mr. Smith to his room." And she takes him upstairs.
2: It's wild because I didn't think this was her movie. When I first watched this. No,
1: uh, yeah, like last uh, uh, last night I was yeah. like, yeah, she's not going to survive.
2: This is Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Watching that for the first time, dude. Well, she, she, yeah.
3: You, you I do not think she's th- gonna be like a main character. Yeah, not
2: no. at all. I, you're just like, okay, black female. She's gonna be like the first or second to go. Yeah. but that's
3: what's awesome about the the tales from the crypt like writing format, is like the characters can be, anyone can start from bullshit and like turn into the star of the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times, I mean, if if you've seen a lot of it, if you've seen a lot of the episodes, you sort of know that that the most like, unexpected and, like, the questionable moral characters tend to rise to the surface. Yeah. So, Geraldine, um, I guess, to make a long story short, she's She's, on a a work release
1: program. Yeah, she's an ex-convict.
3: She's an ex-convict. She's here.
1: She did some shit.
3: She's got a bad attitude. She's seen some shit. Yeah. Done some things. Some stuff. You know that she has crafted crude shanks and stuck them into people at some point.
2: I you probably Possibly. I don't know maybe I I'm I I've, I feel like she has a good head on her shoulders she has the potential for for violence. She sometimes she wakes up and chooses violence. Uh so yep. that's
1: weirdly like Jada Pickett, she's I feel like she was like typecast in the same roles back then too because I feel like every movie like like I said low down, like I said she was in a low down dirty shame she was in um, set it off in 95 that came out the same year um, and she was in in this, and she she seemingly played the same character in every movie, where she was just just streetwise, split taco black chick.
2: She has a real tomboy thing about her, mm-hmm. and this and this for sure, yeah, yeah. She could be a classy broad, but yeah. also she has like that tomboy thing going on. Yes,
3: it's the hair. Ah,
1: okay, uh, yeah, okay, the,
3: the hair, so, yeah. Okay. Anyway, she she shows Mister Smith the way upstairs. Uh, she gives him a key and gives him a little bit of attitude. But we go back down, and we see Wally cleaning to Cordelia. Oh, God. Wally is
2: so pathetic. And he is
3: <laughs> bitching about how he got fired from the post office.
2: Then he walked in, grabbed my name tag, and ripped it right off in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he was really mean to me, and you're not oh. supposed to do that at the post office. And then you know what I did? I cried. <laughs> I
3: peed my pants and then it was awkward on the ride home because I didn't have a plastic oh. bag to sit on in my car, so I bought a bunch of guns. <laughs> 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 so that's Wally in a nutshell. Yeah, and I like he
2: is, I guess the term we use is simp. Yeah. He
3: is a simp for Cordelia. He is totally
2: a simp. Cordelia. Is she needs new sheets on her bed because she's gonna have some clientele show up, uh, which tends to get sloppy. Geraldine <laughs> is given a hard time about changing the sheets on her bed. Cordelia's like, Well, I'm gonna need them sheets changed. Is that how she talked? I don't really, but <laughs> I just picked her like, I feel like she should have a southern. Accent. I just, and she's like one of the hookers in Beavis and Butthead. Science like, workers. I'm Cordis. Yeah. I love, listen to me. My gosh, what is it? <laughs> What is it, 1995? <laughs> uh, so she's like, I'm going to need them bed sheets changed. Uh, she's like, know, change them yourself, you slut.
3: She also, uh, I mean, Wally is, is making such a pathetic spectacle of himself here that even she feels bad for him. And she says, that poor guy, I should give him a freebie.
2: Oh, which you don't do, because then you get yourself a real stage five clinger. Oh,
3: he's never going to leave.
2: No, he's like, I have to pay for this. Clearly you love me. If he knows that acting like a bitch is going to get him
3: free sex he's like a he's anti
2: he's anti frank reynolds you don't want to reward <laughs> that behavior no you don't Nah, it doesn't work out no oh no. did you have a real pathetic day you pathetic piece of shit but this <laughs>
3: was a great line from irene where she responds well that's just what he needs someone else screwing him yeah <laughs> and i was like ah, oh
1: irene <laughs> irene come you. on come on irene <laughs> 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 Come on, Cordelia.
2: Literally. Hey. Inner, honor, whatever. I mean, hey.
3: So with that said, we, we pop back to the cops who are in the car on their way. Uh, with Mr.
1: William Zane in the back seat. With Sheriff, possibly. He's <laughs>
2: not a fucking Billy Sheriff. Zane Why do you guys keep saying he's seat. a sheriff? <laughs> I didn't say it, but that's all great. I don't know. I feel like you're on his side. <laughs> I mean, hey.
3: <laughs> he's not a sheriff. He just looks like it. He's got a know. sheriff hat, and that, that really does it. What did he
2: steal from you? He's a sheriff, And he's guys. quiet. And he's yeah. like, well, oh, it must must be really precious, whatever. He says it's it something is. valuable.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So they get called uh they get called to the Halfway House Cafe, <laughs> which is where uh uh our man Breaker recently tried to knife his way into a car. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh so this this car attempt was reported
2: um by what's his name? Harold H- Henry Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Roach. No, was it wasn't Roach? No, no. The guy that owns the cafe. Oh, okay. Danny's dad. Dan- I forgot his name. I uh, Harold. Shit. I can't remember. Yeah, what was it? Oh, so now we've got Breaker, who is eating sloppily
3: with both Willie and Cordelia back at the B&B. <laughs> and Cordelia, doing what she does best, lustily hits on him, offering him dessert. Mm-hmm. And laying on the table... Mm-hmm. Which this is one of the, probably one of the the more hilarious lines of the whole film. Yes. You want to take it?
2: Uh, This is where the cat jumps up on the table. Uh, Geraldine's cat. (laughs) Geraldine's cat jumps up on the table. Cordelia is still on the table. Irene comes walking by and goes, eh, get that pussy off my table. Hilarious. Cordelia hops up right away. jumps. Jumps up. (laughs) Yep. And she's like, I meant the cat. Yep. Yeah, great scene. Uh,
3: Before uh, before we know anything else, fucking Roach basically kicks down the door, (laughs) barges in on the scene. He is the proverbial leather-clad scumbag. Yes. And he goes straight to Cordelia. He does. He says, what's up, baby? You know what I'm here for. They don't skip a beat. Before anybody else knows it, they are halfway up the stairs on their way to the open spare bedroom. Wally Mm
2: -hmm. literally just got done setting her bed. Yeah. Yeah. Wally, who is obsessed with Cordelia, who is in love with her, who is telling his life story to laying his head on her lap, calling her fucking mommy while he's sucking on his thumb, weird shit like that. And he just got done setting the bed so the guy from Wings could go fuck his girl.
3: (laughs) He watches them ascend the stairs and the look on his face can only be described as a ticking time bomb. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he, he is internally losing his shit. Oh yeah, um, and this is a, about the point where Irene calls the cops to say, uh, "Mr. Smith is a little suspicious here. You better mm-hmm. come check him out."
2: Yeah, that's what Roach came in and he. Before they go upstairs, she's like, "Yeah, cops were there. Uh, somebody tried stealing Danny's dad's car." <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm like, "So, <laughs> so wait, <mono. laughs> so wait, like, so Roach isn't Danny's dad? No." Oh fuck!
3: No, he's um. Well, we'll see him later. Okay. In the tunnels, Danny's parents. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Return to us. But yeah, no, Roach is not the father of Danny. All right. Which would actually be kind of funny if he was, because Danny. He, I don't think he even knows that Danny's at the bed and breakfast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's no. just kind of running around, and then you know what? I I want to believe that he is Danny's dad. <laughs> I think that makes a better story. I like think he pops in looking for a hooker. He's like, yeah, my. I don't know where my son is. I think he saw a car earlier getting broken into. It's probably somewhere in town.
2: You know what? I'm so sorry. I want to rewind uh, a couple scenes earlier too, where they don't mention the name of the town, but we see it on a on a uh, like a sign that it, the name of the town is called Wormwood, and Star Wormwood is considered one of the signs of the biblical apocalypse. So that's also a nice little little tidbit there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry about that.
3: No, you're good. Star like like the star named Wormwood. Yeah. Sure. Like I don't in, know. like in, like the star in space. Yeah. Okay. Alright. You know, yeah, there's that, also, there's one called Beetlejuice too.
2: That's the shoulder of Orion.
3: And then there's another one uh, that we call the Sun. There's <laughs> a bunch of stars up there, and they're fun. Space it's... is fun.
2: And so this is where uh, the the cops eventually show up, right? Yes. Uh, well, that's, oh, yeah, Breaker's just putting down this green bowl of schlop, pouring ketchup in it, sucking it down. It's like a mix of uh, pudding and kale. It's really weird. <laughs>
3: yeah, and he throws ketchup on top he of it. He
2: throws ketchup right on top of it because he has to get those extra nutrients. Okay, the, well, he's got to get his vegetables. You do. You totally do, man.
3: So, while Roach and Cordelia are upstairs noisily fucking, everybody's downstairs. They can all hear it. They're all just kind of commenting on uh, they're it. Like, kinda oh,
2: yeah. ro- they're kind of, he's lasting a while. He's really pulling his own ear. So, they,
3: they're basically saying this is like a nightly thing. Like, this happens all the time, which really just makes you feel even worse for Wally. <laughs> but uh, this is about the time that the cops enter. Yes. They come in, and they're questioning breaker. Uh, not for very long. Because he pops up with a knife in hand and takes Geraldine hostage.
2: Yeah, but I love William Sadler is such a good actor that when he sees Billy Zane, he's like, "Keep him away from me." He knows right off the bat, like he knows who he is, and you just can't come out and be like, "Guys, this guy is a fucking demon." Right. I have this thing called a key that's like going to prevent the apocalypse. That
3: that goes both ways too, and this is actually one of my favorite parts of the movie because Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't seen it before. This is all like new information to you, but uh, the fact that he's holding Geraldine hostage, Billy knows right away that that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, because yeah. He he is confident that Breaker is not going to hurt her. Uh, sure. Ah, yeah. sheriff, I know this like, man. He he's
2: not going to hurt him. Not going to hurt her.
3: The audience doesn't know this yet. Yeah, sure. sheriff. Like, sh-
1: sheriff Zane knows his shit. Yeah, he knows. It's not it's a fucking shit. sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> he's
3: he's a private investigator. Man. He's not a PI, and he's investigated Breaker to the point. That he knows he's not a violent man. He is yes. actually a man of God, uh, and he's right. Moments later, Breaker lets, lets go. let's him go,
1: and then the, and the cop slams his face on the desk. They and, uh, cuff put, him, put him in cuffs. Yeah,
3: yep. And Billy says, "I work for a collection agency. I'm looking for my property. It's key. Where the fuck is it? And it doesn't happen to be on his person,
2: right? So they this go up. Yeah, they go up in the room looking for it. They're trying to find it. Uh, the deputy, uh, deputy." Be- what? This is Dumpty. Dumpty. Of our Humpty Dumpty <laughs> Yeah, he's up there looking around the room, and he hears something going on. And I love that he knows people are fucking. He knows this Cordelia. He draws his gun, he's looking in, he sees it, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get a closer look at this. The exp- expression on this guy's face is great. This guy like was
3: awesome. Everyone knows Cordelia.
2: Everyone knows Cordelia. News. Uh, So he swings the door open, and Thomas Hayden Church is like tied up uh, with a car battery attached to, yeah, car
3: battery
1: attached to his nipples. And And, she's she's right. My nipples
3: are smoking. And this this scene will forever be ingrained in my brain because once again, I was an 11 year old at a birthday party watching this. Mm.
2: What's your dad's reaction?
3: My dad was silent, but from (laughs) the background, two rooms over, apparently where my mother. Had been watching this movie just oh. to make sure it's all cool. Uh, when when he said the words, uh, "My nipples are smoking," all I heard was my mom saying, "Oh, that's terrible." <laughs> 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 it, it was one of the only uh, the only comments that she inserted into the whole movie. But nice. it was fucking hilarious, and I will never forget it. <laughs> Very good. Never change, mom. Never change. <sighs> God so God damn it. <laughs> so, Dumpty. He cleans them up a little bit. They they put on their robes and they come downstairs. To which uh, the other cop, the actual sheriff Humpty, asks, Was this was this personal business they were getting down to up there? And he responds, Well, he was kind of getting a tune up and a lube job.
2: Whoa. Yeah, you ever go to the you ever go to the garage and they kind of give you a t- tune and lube there? kind of something along the lines of that. He's holding up the jumper cables. Well, you see. He had a car battery attached to each of his nipples, and well, he know, was also having a sex with a woman. I love it. He's like, well, the one was grounded, but the, now I don't know which nipples—what, the positive, the negative? There is a very specific sequence.
3: Yeah, we've, right. We've learned uh, you can't just you can't hook up one nipple. In the wrong sequence, otherwise, you'll start
2: a fire. And also, Thomas Tate and Church was doing it wrong, too. To properly do this right, you set your car battery up, you hook one to your right nipple, and then you hook the other one to the girl's clit hmm, while yes. she's on top of you. You have to ground her. And you. it's because it's a ground. And that way, you uh, both get the buzzing.
3: Be really careful not to pee. <laughs> There's kind of good. This, wait, this, this wait, good not advice, uh, to pee? Yeah, don't pee. Oh yeah. well, you're doing it wrong. When there's a car battery present, you don't
1: want. It. Like, could y'all like imagine like actually having like jumper cables attached to your nips?
3: I can, and it would hurt.
1: How much that would suck? Even if
3: there wasn't electricity coursing through them, that's what I I'm feel saying. It's like gonna fucking hurt. Jumper
1: cables are like strong as all hell.
3: Yeah, those springs are tough. Yeah, <laughs> those springs are tough. They are. <laughs> they they're, are. They're yeah, to clamp onto lead. This
1: one, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I don't know about you guys, people but lose, my, lose nipple.
3: my tits aren't made of lead. Nah. No,
2: mine are fleshy. Yes. Yeah. And weak. Yeah. <laughs> I was a fat kid, too, so they're kind of coney. So yeah. I guess you got a lot to grab there. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, which also, my nipples, pff, my erogenous zone. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Give it a little tweak, and it lights out. That's All
3: why right. you're constantly leaving lactation stains on your shirts. I get mm. it.
2: It's perfectly normal for a grown man to lactate during times of stress. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Breaker is currently handcuffed here. Yes. And he's like, uh, This is at the point where Uncle Willie just goes, Oh, hey, I know exactly where it is. I saw him stash it. Didn't even realize he was doing it. Right underneath my nose. Yep. Turns out it's right underneath the table. And Breaker's just wow. like,
3: Willie, you're fucking up, man. Willie. We were friends.
2: You piece of shit. I is wish it, those is, gremlins killed you. Is this
3: because <laughs> I drank all your Barton's vodka earlier? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Drink your hooch, and Willie's just like, "Yes, it is." Yeah, that was the last <laughs> Pfft, of it. Barton's,
2: Jesus Christ! Oh good God, God! Uh, now Billy Zane has that sweet, sweet pimp briefcase.
3: Yeah, he brings out the case and he he asks uh, he has someone else to put the key into it. Yeah, Willie. Because he he is avoiding touching it. Very, oh, very but there's obviously. something
2: pretty nasty in there. Why don't we just uh, pour that out for me and then put it in, huh? Yeah,
3: so get rid of, there's some shit inside. Of there. We don't have mm, to yeah, worry it's about. It's gonna it.
2: look like blood. Don't worry, it's not blood, but it totally is blood. But before he can
3: pour it out, uh, Humpty grabs it from him and he says, "You know what? We're all going down to the station." Yeah, because guess what, Sheriff <laughs> Billy Zane, Jesus Christ, that car was also stolen. So you're not an innocent man. Uh, we're gonna go down to the station, we're gonna sort this all out. So yeah. they all decide to do a little parade on out the door.
2: Get on. The fuck this cowboy shit. You fucking hold po dunk, well they there, motherfuckers
3: Which is abruptly this stopped.
1: Is the best part of fuck to me. This was great.
3: This is going to be my
2: Halloween costume for next year. Yeah. This is coming up year. Yeah. I decided after rewatching it, I am going to be Duster, not Sheriff Billy Zane. (laughs) Not, not Sheriff, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh,. I I also I love this so much because this is kind of, I guess, would be like the down point of the movie Mm -hmm. where it's like, all right, it's not dragging, but it's like, what's going on? Where are we going to pick up? Yeah,
3: like a a major turning point where you realize whose roles are actually what they are. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And and he's like, you know what? Why? Why am I hiding this anymore? (laughs) And just straight up punches the sheriff through the face. Through the fucking face. Where it goes through the back of his head. And this is also kind of a comedic gag at the same oh, time. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. And he punches
3: through his skull, gets his hand stuck, and ends up popping the whole head off. Yeah. Trying to get him. Uh, he, he in when that happens. When he punched a man
2: through
1: his face, I said, holy shit.
2: Yeah. It
3: really comes out of nowhere. Yeah.
2: It was great. That was a uh, gelatin head that Billy Zane actually punched through.
1: Well, I, I, I imagine it's not a real head that he punched through.
3: Well, yeah.
2: No, I meant uh, prop-wise. It was uh, prop-wise. It was actually just like a gelatin head. Well, yeah. Uh, the same kind of stuff that they... Uh, they actually
3: sacrificed uh, Dirk Douglas or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk, Dirk Douglas, the <laughs> son. Eric, Eric Douglas. <laughs> Eric Douglas. <laughs>
2: well, no, it's the same type of effects that, like, Greg Nicotero was using in Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which you know, as we know, is sweet compared so, to like foam or anything off camera, or anything like that. Yeah. So
3: basically, now that he's revealed himself as a demon, yeah, um, as the the main nemesis of this whole story, uh, the jig is up, and he just kind of dives and rolls outside through a window. Yeah, which is yeah. great. Like this, this quick feat of acrobatics, he just fucking flies out of the building.
2: <laughs> and then I believe this was this was a part that you really enjoyed. Oh, my God. I love this so much where he is just like, humans, you're not even worth the flesh that you're typed on. He rips his hat off, throws the dust from He's like, fuck this, hillbilly, whole shit, ho-duck, god damn, motherfucker. <laughs> and my headset just <laughs> blew Jesus. up. Yeah, I... I got really I, into it. Billy Zane deserves more I love Billy yeah so he much. deserves more I feel like it was like this Titanic and I think somewhere in between there he was rocketeer. in rocketeer okay and he was like in that he was the, fa- the not phantom the yeah no the phantom I'm the, for sure he was the phantom the, yeah. the purple the purple hero with the pistols with the that would oh. Just, oh shit how about that he would just shoot yeah. you in the hand yeah 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 like no shoot him in the fucking head <laughs> yeah uh and then like before that he not was my in, phantom <laughs> he was the only guy that got killed in the first critters movie Okay. Um I, I just feel like Billy Zane deserves so much more. Um, I get lost in his eyes. I, I rightfully I so. Not,
3: He's a beautiful, beautiful man. A model. His, his sister so is his
1: it. his sister was an um, she's the main actress in um Freddy's Dead.
3: Also named Billy Zane but with an IE. Yes. Yeah. Dave. <laughs> so at casting calls they never really know who they're gonna get. Yeah, But they're fine with both because, I mean, those jeans, fuck. That's yeah.
2: a real Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts thing right there where Billy Zane is totally Julia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forget Eric Roberts and Julia Roberts are related. So uh, Billy Zane just says, you know what? It's bypassing Eric. Pla- oh, no, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, they totally are. And also I saw Eric <laughs> Roberts' uh, penis in person.
3: Mm-hmm. You're going to have to this explain the story. this story. You've got to tell the story. Tell me about the penis.
2: Yeah, yeah, so Elaborate. Not- uh, of course you guys know my, my wife's my wife's an artist. She does a lot of horror stuff. Describe so we were the at penis. Uh, it was like an old man dick. Um mm-hmm. so okay. Eric Roberts had a table uh at this convention. Mm-hmm. I was going to the bathroom and I there was a skinny older guy shorter in front of me, walking towards the bathroom too. He kinda had a little bit of a limp. Can I give it a and disclaimer that's when, real quick? What's up?
3: Those of you listening, you're not supposed to do what Micah is about to describe. He no, did. not at all. What I did wasn't
2: was not what you would call normal. Okay. Um, so I, that's when I realized it was Eric Roberts, and he picked a urinal, and I picked the urinal right next to him oh wow. there were about 10 urinals at this place Dude. i got right next to him and Dude, i was, was like oh guy. hey eric how are you what didn't didn't hell. realize it was, fuck and is i was wrong with you, were you. That, you were that <laughs> fucking guy i wanted to make small talk with him so i parked right next to him at the urinal made him really uncomfortable yeah he didn't like so that. what was his
1: face like what did like did he was he like clearly like what the fuck are you doing no actually he was really
2: fucking I'm cool. willing really? To be, you can't yeah. describe his face in this moment uh, that's I, a good point. You I just, think you were focused on you know, his penis. No, so. no, no, no. It was one of those clearest day, like, I'm making eye contact with him, but I'm looking down too. Okay. No. Yeah. I just want to see what he was working with.
3: Terrible. <laughs> if someone did this to me, I would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. No.
2: And then I followed him back to his table. We were making small talk, and he, okay. he gave me an 8 by 10
3: And you're like, hey, Eric, I made this painting
1: of you. Hey, Eric, I saw <laughs> like, your penis. You. Someone's going to follow you back to your table after <laughs> looking at your penis.
2: Oh, Hey. It's nothing... His penis is nothing like Julia's. Okay. No, it's a lot nicer. All right. Julia Roberts? Yeah.
3: Pretty woman Julia Roberts? (laughs) Yeah. She has an alleged penis?
2: So this other time, I followed her to a bathroom (laughs) and she was using a urinal and I parked right up next to her and I got to tell you, between the two, Eric has a nicer hog. I would hope so. Uh, So at this point, Billy Zane... I don't like any of this. (laughs) (laughs) The Julia Roberts part was not real. Uh... So, Billy Zane holds up his hand and explains that this place is hereby condemned. And that's where we get one of the coolest gags of the movie, mm-hmm. where he slices his hand open with his coke nail pinky. And out yeah.
3: comes the Nickelodeon gack.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. These were just glow sticks. Oh, shit, really? Yep. Yeah, all okay. this green blood were uh, broken glow sticks. Slimy, that he,
3: green, and beautiful. Which also, uh, I feel like this was sort of a, a tribute to, um, there's, a, there's a lot of kind of things that are self-referential with Tales from the Crypt. Uh, the slime this green slime uh is pretty much what makes up the intro title yeah it's also just glow yeah. slime, slime
2: what do you yeah. prefer do you prefer the first season slime or do you prefer the rest of the because they changed the slime after the first season
3: yeah they also changed the the crypt cryptkeeper, crypt keepers I can never say that crypt keeper <laughs> his laugh was very different in the first season too yes
2: it was it was a little bit deeper
3: oh it was just like a it was kinda of like a snake laugh.
2: It was weird. Do you prefer Crypt Keeper with a hood or without a hood? Because the first season he was hooded.
1: He was. Holy shit.
2: Yeah.
3: I like the idea of him being like a clown.
1: Okay. Where he has yeah. many forms.
3: Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's just like the mascot and he's always doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like I that was part of the charm of it. Absolutely. You know, I don't I don't want him to just be like a static character with a hood. Really. Yeah. I like him in his little costumes and everything. He's one, one day he's a jockey.
1: Yeah, I don't, a I don't think it would scientist. Have, been, it wouldn't have been as fun if he, was, like, he stayed hooded up all the time. I also yeah.
2: love that his eyes are the same eyes that they use, or basically the same face as Chucky.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, eyes, face, everything. That Animatronics, they just... It
3: all works the same way?
2: Different. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was the same shit. Same eyes. Oh. It was literally the same. The same
1: apparatus. The same yes. Really?
2: Yeah. The same thing? The the The, the, the face. Shit. They uh, yeah, it's the same eyes. They just uh, different prosthetics over top of it. Oh,
1: that's so cool. wait, well, did, did they just use like the
2: like the like the uh, not the same doll, but just the same, same head? Okay, yeah. yeah I like, feel uh, like the mechanics of it. Right? Yes, like, yeah. yeah. Those were exactly the same. Okay, uh, yeah. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Recycled shit, man. You might as well though. Save money. Yeah, I mean that that shit's cool not as cheap. As cheap. Cool as fuck. Yeah, good, beautiful blue eyes. Good dude. Uh, all right. So that's where well, not, we not get not as
3: beautiful as Billy Zane. Right? you yeah, know, I mean. Who could be? No, do. Billy what, Zane, what man is.
2: he has natural guy liner. He's an Adonis. Yeah. He's like a pharaoh. Yeah. He really is. You know, he could have... Sex pharaoh. If he
3: would have played the titular mummy in The Mummy I was was ge- I was just here yeah. to say. Yeah. He kind of looks similar. They do.
2: Yeah. Those movies probably have been a whole lot better, too, if Billy Zane was the mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been
3: amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, you know
3: I feel like Brendan Fraser had something to do with that. Mm. I think he, he cock-blocked Billy Zane because he was like, I'm the star. <laughs> You get Zane in here, and I'm overshadowed. No, no questions asked.
1: I mean, yeah, but then like but I think then, like, this
3: was a, a Frazier coup.
1: But then like he got like classic he, Fraser. He left Hollywood because he was like he Bat. was like sexually assaulted too. Frazier Billy yeah. Zane Frazier by who? Um, like, it, was, uh, it was like fucking um, Weinstein, wasn't it? <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, it, was that, it that Roger was... Avery? No, that's that's <laughs> 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 allegedly. That's legit the reason he he stopped he stopped in like, Hollywood because huh. like, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, and it messed him up so much that he couldn't like. Yeah, so Fraser. You're you're just, saying, he just recently came back for that um, for that Hulu show. What but, you're saying is
3: Harvey Weinstein's penis robbed me of years of Fraser acting. Fraser. Every time you Fraser.
2: say Fraser, I'm picturing like Kelsey Grammer, sorry, yeah. Scrambled eggs. Yeah, yeah.
3: Do you remember there was a? Uh, I think it was a Comedy Central commercial where he defined. He's like, my name is Brendan Fraser, not Fraser. And if you say Frazier, I'll fucking kill you. Oh shit! Do you remember that? Nah. He, like, he like specifically made that that commercial because I I feel like it was a common mistake. Okay. Uh, because Frazier was naturally very popular at the time. Mm.
2: Interesting.
3: And he uh, he probably got sick of that.
2: Yeah. He looked great in a loincloth.
3: <laughs> Dude, George of the Jungle,
2: on, Enzo Man. Wait. I, did yes, both, right? George Encino, Whatever, they're okay. both the same. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. he was both. Yeah. I, so this is where Billy Zane shoots out all the, all oh, the okay. go, yeah. all the green goop, and we get that sweet reverse melt scene where mm. they were actually melting the 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 gelatin demons played in reverse, Couple where the the, the tiny, demons tiny little Frazers just grow, <laughs> grow out of the goop. Yeah. yeah.
1: Same thing they did for um, Indiana Jones, right?
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, they also did it in Fright Night.
1: Yes, yeah, so they also did it in. No, that's not, not Scanners, Sorry, you're good. Scanners is the bolt is the whole blow up heads. Yes. Okay. Never mind. So, so
3: I thought this was this was cool where they're they're having the little baby demons grow, and I wanted to ask you actually like, h- what would you compare the demon puppets from Demon Knight to if you had to compare them to other horror movie monsters? Gremlins.
2: Okay, kind of like the the, the melt scene at the end of Gremlins. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I. Uh, God, Greg, off the top of my head, man, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's it's a great gag. I love it. I love the slime. I love the. uh I maybe compared to like when Pumpkinhead is first there starting we to grow. Go. Okay. That's
3: okay. what I was looking for because I point. basically like the design of their of these demons of the actual like you set me up for demons? that. Yeah, yeah you're that's you're right. awesome. Well, because I know you like Pumpkinhead.
2: I love Pumpkinhead. But I, what I said is
3: they 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 basically look like the product of a, a sexy liaison between the Crypt Keeper and Pumpkinhead. They've got, like, that, that skull shape to them. And the yeah. Little, like, uh, very and everything. nice. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, I love Billy Zane smooches one of them. And yeah. Yeah, that was actually... Uh, there, Bill- Billy little, Zane came babies. up with that.
3: Billy Zane does not hate kissing. That was
2: There's a lot of stuff that Billy Zane did in the movie that was impromptu. Yeah. Kissing the demon was one of them. Good. Yeah. And the,
3: the, the sponge thing later.
2: Yes. Yeah, that was also him. One
3: of, that's one of the most memorable parts of the movie.
2: Huh. Yeah. They were actually originally going to shoot the seal like the way they did in the basement
3: yeah yeah
2: again yeah, he's like how about we just wipe it it's just sweet, sweet <laughs> yeah.
3: zane improv multi-talented man God, he's awesome. not just a pair of blue eyes man. no
2: not just a pretty face uh so where do we go from here the demons start jumping in right well this and uh, now that breaker has been revealed to be the good guy
3: um all the demons are fucking flying in from from all the entrances and he's shooting him in the eyes like a badass he's got this revolver yeah uh, he throws a knife through a pane of glass and it sticks in one of their eyes it's fucking awesome oh that's
2: so cool um Mm -hmm.
3: but every every time he kills one or every time they pass through the uh the sealed doorways they they just turn into like a jelly goop or they start on fire or they blow up in a ball of lightning they're just fucking up demons all over the place but um it's revealed i guess the the kind of important part of the plot here is it's revealed that he can use the blood in the key to seal off uh barriers yes he can, he can drop little drops of blood on a window or a doorway. Any place that he thinks a demon is going to try and get through and they can't pass. Yep. Because this is famous blood. This is celebrity blood. Mm-hmm. It's the blood of one Jesus Hernandez Christ.
1: <laughs> or like Jesus. Yes. Ah, that was bad.
3: <laughs> well, we could go Jesus, Jesus Hernandez.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to go any further with that. I didn't do any I didn't, I didn't do that injustice.
3: Any but anyway, uh there there's chaos. It's basically demon chaos going on. And uh our man Roach, scumbag Roach, decides that he's just he's peacing out. He's, <laughs> he's done with this shit. Hey
2: man, I've had enough of this, man. They're not after me, man. They're after this guy, man. I say we just give it to him and and, and just just cuz he's not our problem, man. He says, Game over, man. <laughs>
3: Game over, man. <laughs> He says, I'm going to the truck. Anyone who wants to come with me, doesn't matter. Fuck you. Cordelia is kind of clinging to his, his heels. Um, he tries to run out to the truck. Mm-hmm. Gets quickly discouraged. <laughs> the demons <laughs> prove that he cannot leave. They yeah. See. So, But he turns around, jumps back inside, leaving Cordelia to die.
2: Ugh. Which in,
3: you prompts her uh, man, Willy, Wally. In,
2: in his defense, she's already dead. Oh, man. <laughs> on the inside (laughs) jesus christ
3: (laughs) but wally says hey what this is my moment to shine i can prove my my worth to cordelia by saving her life all right which is always good yeah so wally jumps outside with a gun in hand breaker screams shoot him in the eyes wally and surprisingly i was a little shocked wally's getting headshots one after another everyone
2: in this movie is a good shot yeah
3: (laughs) wally's just he's shooting these things in the head and then as soon as uh, Breaker says, get him in the eyes, he's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Boom. Yeah. Starts uh, killing uh, him in the like eyes. Like,
1: initially, he's, like, he's like holding the, the gun with both hands, like, blocker, 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 blocker. Shoot him in the eyes, and he get all marksman and shit, and one arms it, and, like, blue.
2: This is yeah. around the time Time Crisis came out. I'm sure he played a lot of that.
1: Oh.
3: Yeah. Well, he has been practicing. Oh, oh, set, we'll yeah. find out later. Uh,
1: also, so, I like how I just, like, animated everything, and nobody was fucking see me doing it. You us. did it for us. Yeah.
3: So Wally saves Cordelia, but in the process, he gets a little fucked up by a demon. Oh, yeah, he does. Not seriously fucked up, but a little fucked up, thus proving that he's willing to sacrifice himself Mm -hmm. for love. Much like my main man, Meatloaf, he would do anything for love. But he won't do that. No, he won't. I don't know what that is. No one knows what that is. Meatloaf knows. knows. He's going to
2: take that to his grave. as he should.
3: But anyway, everyone comes back inside. Cordelia is pissed. She's like, what the hell, Roach? You left me outside there. Uh, Breaker explains, you know, we just have to make it through the night. I've got this blood here, and this will protect us. Uh, and these demons will go away in the morning. Roach is naturally pissed. He wants to just give the key to Billy Zane. Uh, but Breaker points a gun right at him, and he says, you know what, motherfucker? I'll shoot you in the eyes, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to give this key away? Fuck you.
2: How about Uh, I just take it from you? Well, you can, then. I'll have to kill you. Yep. So he backs
3: down quick. And Breaker gets to work sealing off every possible door, window, any opening he can. Uh, The one
2: thing that bothered me about uh, Demon Knight was the amount of blood that he would drop to make a seal. And I'm like, dude. Just get, like, a Q-tip, dip it in, and then, like, put a little smush. Yeah, because... And that seems to do the trick, right? It's
3: proven that you don't need a lot, especially since when we get towards the end, uh, they're kind of running out.
2: Yeah! So... Yeah, right?
3: Okay, so Breaker is... While he's sealing off all uh, all the rooms, all the windows, he sees a cross in a stained glass window. And we get the first of several... Uh, backstory flashbacks, in which we're on uh, we're on a hill with Jesus crucified, and a, another another collector, demon collector, is confronting a man holding a key. And
2: mm-hmm. the collector doesn't really hide who he is in this one.
3: Yeah, this is this is um, biblical, <laughs> in a word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but what I didn't know was that the the man. The non Jesus man who's holding the key. Uh, this is a thief named Sirik. Yes, which I don't know if anyone out there who who knows a little bit more about uh, this story and about the Bible.
2: Syric, I that don't, name. I don't know that. What's uh, what's going on with that one? Uh,
3: I don't know. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I have no idea. Wait, uh, is, is that a like a legit name from the Bible? Because he was a he was a thief that they explain in the mo- in the movie.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know what that actually refers to. All I know is this man is named Sirik. And he is collecting Jesus's blood in a key, Damn. which I assume is not, you know, Demon Knight isn't an actual <laughs> story from the Bible. You sure? So maybe Syrak <laughs> is made up. I don't know.
2: I, I it might be. There are like a lot of references to you know different biblical stories and stuff like that. But I'm you know, not sure. So sh- I'm not so sure about Syrak. Billy Isles.
3: is famous for his baptisms.
2: Yeah, Billy the Baptist. He
3: he lived inside a whale for several hundred years. Oh my God the story of billy and the whale <laughs> i
2: love sirik is like uh like getting a flask he just found a an empty jar which was the key and he was filling it with jesus's blood because he heard that his blood's wine and he just wanted to get on some of that hooch and get a little fucked up
3: and as this collector is attempting to take the key from him he is repulsed by the blood
2: yeah Ugh, gross right. <laughs> and this is
3: where we this is where we learn why this blood has power Yeah. And it's because it comes from a long line of Jesus's.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Some of it. Some of it's his blood.
3: Some of it. It gets all mixed in. It's all diluted. But at the core, this is the blood of Christ. So flashbacks over. Geraldine surprises him out of his memory. Yeah. Snap out of a breaker. And she says she knew he wasn't going to hurt her earlier when she took her. Or when he took her hostage,
2: I love how she's so chill about it too. She's like, "I yeah, knew she, you wasn't gonna hurt me." She just quickly Some, forgives him. Something about you,
3: <laughs> yeah. And Breakers like, you know, there's, I gotta feel something about you too. I don't know what this was, but maybe we're both the chosen ones.
2: This is the whole movie is, is like, there's no such thing as a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is was, two
1: movies in a row, by the way, where we have got like religious tones.
2: Well, I mean, the in the flashback, the the collector is the same demon from the taxi cab in Death by Temptation.
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's, he's got the same hood.
2: Yep. Yeah. The weird lizard, lizard looking. This all occurs in the same universe. That's crazy. Same universe. Yeah.
3: James <laughs> Bond the <III laughs> third has created this cinematic universe <laughs> of demons. Yes. So run up you, under
2: our noses. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to our last episode and definitely watch the film Death by Temptation. Mm-hmm.
3: So we've got Cordelia, who is just... Pissed off at Roach for leaving her to die outside. And now she's clinging to Wally, which I think was his entire intention. Which oh, like, he knew what he was doing. He put his life at risk so that she would come over to his side. And he is rock hard right yeah, now. Yeah, come <laughs> a little closer, honey, I will you. Which this naturally upsets Roach. So he takes Cordelia upstairs, has a quick talk with her, and he, he says, guess what? You need to fear me.
2: Yeah, he talks to her with the back of
3: his hand, gives her a little slaparoo, oh, and uh, all of a sudden, we oh. hate Roach. A real, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <no. laughs> a he, real Sean Connery. Yeah, he shows her that he's a guy we're not supposed to like.
2: <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't get that before. Mm-hmm. And then, if you were not attracted to Billy Zane, and he, d- you do not question your sexuality as a man. This next scene is it. And that's where Billy Zane appears to Cordelia. And he's in a, a bit s- of a
3: seductive mood.
2: Oh, with a soft, buttery voice. Yeah. Now, I couldn't imagine Willem Dafoe doing this line. Oh, God, no. Just yeah, like, this
3: would have been a little weird. I think this is... Cordelia! I think <laughs> it's scenes like this, where, which is why they ultimately chose Billy Zane over a man like uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of his softer side. Mm. And those fucking eyes.
2: Oh, <laughs> such a pretty girl. Did I say pretty cuz I meant beautiful.
3: Yeah. And uh, essentially he just repeats the word who loves you baby just over and over and mm. over and over again.
2: And he's like, you know what? A woman like you should be loved and I could give it to you. Who loves you baby? I could give you love. Who loves you baby? I could give fucking Barry Whites playing in the background. <laughs> who loves you baby? Uh, My darling I and I love that he's out the window, there's a spotlight on him, and he reaches up with his hand and wipes the teardrop away. He is one
3: smooth motherfucker. Holy Rubs shit.
2: his thumb on her lips from a distance, and then you see like the inside of her mouth, like the tongue and cheek thing. <laughs>
4: and
3: I don't blame her one bit for giving into this seduction.
2: So this is the first time Billy Zane, I uh, or the collector, tries to seduce one of the seven. He yes. just
3: very suggestively repeats the words, Let me in. Let yeah. me
2: in. All you have to do is let, let me in.
3: Just like a vampire. Let me
1: in. Yeah, literally just like the fucking um, Temptation.
3: Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, we're dealing with demons in both cases. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know. Sex or, demons. Yep.
2: Or Jerry Dandridge, you know, whatever. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. I... And, yeah, she let him right the fuck in. Right in.
3: I feel like he really only had to ask once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> for her, yeah.
3: Like he He went further than he really had to because she was on board from the very beginning.
2: <laughs> he even have to offer money. Right? Yeah. She's so, like, 50 bucks to let you in,
3: 100 bucks for around the world, daddy. <laughs> so Wally comes knocking on the door and uh, walks into a recently demon-possessed Cordelia.
2: Mm-hmm. Who appears to be hotter.
3: She yeah. is hot to trot. Yeah. And he thinks that he just... Fucking accomplish something. Hit the something. jackpot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she comes on to him hard. And immediately, like, split second, he's just like, womp, jizzed <laughs> in my pants. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with that song. Yeah. <laughs> jizzed in my pants. This We're going Wall- to need a clean up. Yeah. Clean up on Isle Wally. <laughs> 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 because he's just, he's splashed all over yeah, the Yeah, Wally's
2: world shorts. is very sticky right now. So she
3: turns into a, kind of a dime store Pennywise. She turns into a fucking awesome much demon, much like Killjoy. And <laughs> <If> she, <laughs> with, with better makeup, I will say, oh. she
2: changes every scene, every frame. So they'll cut to her, cut back to someone else, cut back to her, and she is even change, She's changing more and more with each frame. Yeah, I love her transformation. Yeah, and she
3: starts to eat Wally alive,
2: ripping him to shreds,
3: and he's loving every second of it. He's like, this is more physical attention than I've gotten in my entire yeah. life. You know what? If I'm going to die, I'm going to die with Cordelia just biting me.
2: Oh, I got fired today. This
3: is great. <laughs> <laughs> this, this worked out fine for old Wally here.
2: Yeah, but not for Irene. Well, his uh, his excitement
3: is cut pretty short when everyone else busts in the door.
2: Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and, no, don't come in now. I'm coming so hard.
3: <laughs> Breaker gets a little excited and starts blasting his gun off. and He shoots Wally just right in the back. You know what? He's trying to hit Cordelia, but he shoots Wally. Yeah. It's tragic and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. And Irene, in the scuffle, uh, she gets a a little bit of a paper cut.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah. She gets her arm straight up ripped off here. Yeah, she's down one limb. Also, it's showing that the demons are extremely strong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then eventually they shoot her in the eyes, right? Who shoots her?
3: it was probably breaker was
2: it in a shotgun right to the face
3: yeah it might have been irene whoever uh, was holding the shotgun they they blow all of her head up except for the eyeballs which kind of flop around on the ground like a couple of goldfish
2: breaker did breaker <laughs> shot her in the face the the eyeballs go flying yeah i love that everything else is gone but the eyes yeah and he still shoots the eyes like dude step on him oh i don't know then you get that weird green blast yeah so i i guess you know breaker could have blown his foot off that's how you know a demon dies Get that weird green lightning blast shit. Yeah, where he explains, like, that's the soul, the trapped soul leaving the body.
3: Yeah, because these are uh, they're just possessed, uh, they're possessed demon husks.
2: You don't need an exorcism. You need to get shot in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that's gonna. How it works. Yeah, that's what the, all those priests should be doing. So
3: Roach once again argues that uh, they should probably bargain with these demons because now people are dying, and now his favorite uh, lady of the night is deceased.
2: It's the town of Wormwood's only lady of the night. Yes. And Roach's kind of main
3: pastime. So he's wondering, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Now she's gone. Let's just bargain with these demons. Let's give them what they want. We can get out of here. Uh, But Breaker quickly badasses him out of this thought process. Oh, yeah. And he's like, did you forget about the gun I'm holding? (laughs) (laughs) Did you forget about the time I said I'd shoot you in the eyes? Because that offer still stands. And everyone decides, you know what, that in mind. Maybe we should think about leaving through this tunnel in the basement.
2: Wait, is this – before this, though, is this the part where – no, it's after the tunnel scene. Never mind. Okay, so that's – this is where the cat shows up, right? They follow the cat uh,
3: into the basement where they find a open mind tunnel. Yeah,
2: Breaker's like, animals aren't immune. we yeah. got to get that cat. So you hear some Benny Hill music playing. They're trying love, to get this cat.
3: Any, anytime he, he encounters someone that he thinks might be demon-possessed, he, like, touches the, the key to them. And everyone around acts like this is such an unreasonable thing to do. Yeah, like and it's It happened several terrible. times where they're like, well, why are you doing that, Breaker? And it's like, I don't know. There's fucking demons everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you think I'm doing that? He's testing the fucking cat. Yeah. Um, and that's how we found out, yeah, maybe cats can also be demons. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, this is this is how they realize that there is a, I mean, there's a whole network of mind tunnels underneath this establishment. Which apparently Willie knew the whole time
2: because he says, "I owned these tunnels." Yeah, is this where Tremors was filmed, and these were just the tunnels from the graboids? Hmm. Also, what the fuck, Willie? <laughs> like you knew, yeah. you knew the whole time. Yeah, fucking bring that shit up. Yeah, but it. it's like it, a wall is covering it up, and Willie's like, "Oh yeah, tunnels down here." I forgot. Yeah, I owned these. That used to be my entire life was running a mine.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think month. it was
2: it really. It was like three months ago. And what the <laughs> shit were they even mining? There's no coal. Was it what, what the the diamonds? What were they even mining? You know what? Who cares? Methane. Yeah, it, methane it, gas. And this and these mines were even it,
3: sells it, inhales it, get high as a motherfucker. <laughs> <on it.
2: laughs> that underground moonshine. Oh yeah, yeah. Sweet, Breakers sweet like willies. no spark no, gas. No, we're not doing this. Bad idea. But everyone decides, no, this is totally what we're going to do. So you have uh, Big Dick Thomas Hayden Church decides to grab the bull by the horns.
3: And he just starts smashing through these boards with a sledgehammer. The
2: same way he used to smash through Cordelia's sweet, sweet <laughs> pussy. <laughs> the same way
3: someone back in, uh, let's say, 0 BC. Or no, what would it be, about 33 BC, something like that shit? Yeah, 33, 33 uh, AD. It would be AD.
2: Get your shit together.
3: Rewind a little bit. Same way, someone back in thirty-three A.D. pounded a bunch of nails through another gentleman's hands.
2: The same way you pound nails through (laughs) (laughs) Cortelys, because they use this visual
3: metaphor to flash us back to Jesus on the cross. I love that,
2: like, breaker can't control these flashbacks. It's "Mm, mm, it's happening again.
3: (laughs) Well, it's kind of like um, it's just like a, a thought that's like implanted in him. You know, by being like the chosen one, these these uh, biblical memories, these flashbacks, just come to him. Yeah, like yes, the history of the blood by holding onto the vial. Like, it's just it's in his mind now.
1: It's because he is the last dragon, and he possesses the power of them
2: all.
3: Exactly. Oh, yeah.
2: Like Highlander. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: Wow, those are two very similar movies. Wow. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Shit. Highlander and Last Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. I would not compare those nah, two. I'll take it back. All right, we're good. Also, Double Dragon.
1: That's a fucking disaster of a movie.
2: (laughs) Okay, depends on who you ask. (laughs) Do you like Double Dragon? Of course I do. Really? I like bad movies. uh, That's true. Yeah.
1: With Mark DeCascos and fucking Scott Wolf. And fucking, who the, and T-1000 himself.
2: That's right. Patrick Stewart's in it. Not Patrick Stewart. That is not (laughs) the same guy. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Patrick. (laughs) If Patrick
3: Stewart played the T-1000, that would have been incredible. (laughs) Could you imagine? Honestly, I could see it. Yeah. It's really not that
1: bad. That'd be a fun time. Oh, that would be great. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs)
3: I've always thought the shape of his skull was kind of like robotic
2: and artificial anyway. I just... mm, Yeah, okay. And at the time, he was cut. Yeah, he was he was he still in really the People young always, so people could, always yeah. forget this. Like uh Patrick Stewart was ripped. Yeah. Mm. His yeah.
3: baldness was it was uh
2: his accent, his it, baldness, and his like the de- whole demeanor it implied throw otherwise. you threw you off. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. deceptive. Meanwhile, he's deadlifting like four hundred pounds.
3: <laughs> I think he still is.
2: Uh, sure. Why not? I, mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Yeah.
3: From beyond the grave. This is
2: my gay <laughs> friend Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen's gonna watch me do these deadlifts. I don't do a good. I don't know. I I could do a good meat wad. Uh, <laughs> all right. So so can Patrick Stewart. <laughs> so they get. Uh, they finally break the wall down to this to these tunnels. We right. We are
3: mashing our way into the mines. Mm-hmm. Just, just the just way like Thomas H- <laughs> into Cordelia.
2: Yep. That's so when you just mash it in
3: and hope your wiener gets hard. Several men are entering the mines one after another. <laughs> kind had, of like the way. <laughs> I thought we were
1: going like with Tom Jones and and, and Greg. No, Greg. we moved on. Did
3: Son we? of a bitch. <laughs> oh, all right, well. <laughs> The memories will never stop haunting me.
2: I'm sorry, Greg. So we're going through the tunnel. I, Willie's like, yeah, this is the way. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, he, he feels like he knows the way because he
3: used to own and run these mines. This
2: is the way. Such a dick miller.
3: But he's he's spent, you know, many, many years just drinking those memories away. So <laughs> he's trying to lead them through the mines. He's he's slowly but surely getting lost. I think everyone is kind of catching on to this. Like, Willie doesn't know exactly where he's going. Um, but very quickly, uh, they're bailed out by a demon attack.
2: Yeah. Uh, which just so
3: happens to be.
2: Well, that's where they find Danny. They
3: find Danny and yes. his shitty parents, who are demon-possessed and ready to fuck. Oh, oh, my God. They are. So they grab Danny. They run away. These parents start chasing them, And fortunately, they had sealed off the entrance because when they cross the threshold, the demons are stuck on the other side.
2: The original script for this scene was actually supposed to have flying demons flying at him in the tunnels. Yes. and they. They decided that's ah, kind of shitty because you would have.
3: It seems weird because like where there's not a whole lot of room to fly. Well, why not? would you have
2: flying demons in the tunnel and yeah. not flying demons outside?
3: You would think they'd be more out where the sky yeah. is, where they things like, tend to fly.
2: Well, Danny's going to be a part of this. Let's just have his parents be yeah, the demons. Yeah,
3: we got to have a shitty kid near somewhere because something's got to be fucked yeah, up. So, so a kid will do that.
2: They all jump through. Just on like a... Kids
3: fuck up your life. They also fuck up movies,
2: and <laughs> they will. <laughs> yes they will fuck up your downstairs too if you're a lady i hear
3: they'll fuck up your free time they'll fuck up your schedule you'll yep. never get sleep again yep and they'll also yep. we'll up, find like... out they'll read comic books until you die <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they'll uh, everyone gets out of the tunnel they're back into the basement breaker kind of has a hard time getting out but uh deputy Doopy grabs uh grabs breaker yanks him out breaker's like thanks man don't worry the seal will hold oh uh, but that's where thomas hayden church that's his old employer and he cocks that shotgun real cool like with one hand yep. and goes hair, uh, harambe <laughs> um, this is this harambe. is this is for 4 years of minimum wage boom, boom. Breaks the seal. Breaks the seal. Yeah, so we got all these demons coming out. They're Mm. running back upstairs, and they have to go all the way upstairs to where the blood poured earlier on the staircase. Boom. So, finally, we are out of the basement. We're out of the downstairs. The rest of the movie is going to take place upstairs now.
3: Well, now, I mean, basically, uh, uh, Roche has just kind of fucked everything up for them. Because now, uh, Billy... Zane is inside the house. The demons are inside the house. Uh, uh, Breaker gets a flashback to a little bit of more of his past, which we find out that he's actually a very old man. Uh, he flashes back to an experience he had in what appears to be World War One. Yeah, mm-hmm, in I France, think, yep. because there's a um, there's a, a trench and a cannon, uh, and his commanding officer is dying and giving him the key who he was
2: uh, the demon knight before him and who he killed was actually a collector apparently there's four collectors in the movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have the first one who's the demon with jesus yep and then you have this one this one billy zane and then later or, on we'll have the other one but William we'll zane yep uh so that's where he kind of snaps out of it and he gives his whole backstory he gives his backstory he's uh
3: grabbing the key from this man who's who's dying in a trench and they they actually don't show you much else, but that all you really need to know is that he is much older than he appears. He has been a demon knight for many many years. Um, I don't know if this is an effect that the key has on you, or it extends your lifespan, or
2: I think it, it kind of traps you in that time, and you stay that age until it's time to die, to pass okay. the key on that's, to the next that's person. What at. That's yeah, what that way you're not really aging. Uh, you don't have to deal with like. oh, Bad hips but and this stuff.
3: Is, this is also where he explains. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. He explains the stars on his hand. Um, he says that everything has to be in sevens. There were seven stars. There were seven people involved. Seven Dragon
1: Balls. <laughs>
2: yeah, very good. Seven exactly. Deadly Sins. Yeah.
3: yeah, so everything has to line up, and that's why Billy Zane is here. If there weren't seven of them, they would not be as fucked as they were. Hmm. So. Uh, yeah, it, I don't make the rules. So they're all hiding upstairs. They're all. Um, they're all kind of bunkered in, uh, now that our man Roach fucked everything up with a shotgun, uh, just like Kurt Cobain did in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, what he says is, in the beginning when, when, uh, when Peter Gabriel created Genesis, there was darkness. Everything was full of demons. Uh, but then God created light, and from this light came the seven keys that were supposed to release us from the darkness, uh, we fill each each one of them with Jesus' blood, uh, and this was given to Siric the Thief, who we mentioned earlier. Yep. Um, and then that's where the whole the whole ball got rolling. This yep. is why the Collectors are chasing them down. This is why they're trying to, to nab the keys. They already got six of them, apparently. They were scattered
2: all across the universe. From and other these planets. Demons. Yeah, I love that because it's uh, the whole uh...
3: – What was the name of that star you mentioned earlier?
2: Beetlejuice.
3: There was one of them on
2: Beetlejuice. Wormwood. Okay. Uh, uh,
3: Saturn, the sandworms, I think, had one.
2: I love that. Like, Irene is so rude during this. He's explaining, in the beginning, there was, you know, there was darkness. Oh, you mean Genesis, blah, blah, blah. Like, Breaker's like, God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> in the beginning, there was total darkness. The darkness was full of these demons. And then God said, let there be light. Genesis. And the, yeah. He
3: said, let there be Genesis.
2: Yes. And then Phil Collins showed up and let goes, me- ah! Can't dance. Let there be. Can't. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you went to. I can't.
3: We can't dance. (laughs) The quintessential Genesis of I can't.
2: (laughs) I can't. Only thing about me is. (laughs) I
3: do do love that song. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, (laughs) right about now, because kids fucking suck, they realize that they lost Danny again.
2: Oh, my God.
3: Where is Danny? So. They're all like, all right, we got to split up. We all got to find where this fucking kid went. Um, they all kind of go into different bedrooms, uh, different rooms of the hotel looking for Danny. And this is where Billy chooses his time to strike.
2: Yes. You have to seduce them. That's part one of the by whole. One He yep. chooses to seduce our main characters.
3: One by one, we will take you. And he starts with Geraldine. Mm-hmm. He turns up the R&B music. He <laughs> blows the wind through the white curtains. He seduces her with travel plans. Put
1: some that sweet boy in? I'll make love
2: to you. Do you exactly. want to see Paris? We'll show you Paris.
3: Promises of eternal beauty. He he says, "I will give you everything if you just take me unto you."
2: Let me paint a picture for you. Breaker, he's dead meat. Yeah, he's. Fine. You don't have to be. He's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. If you refuse me, though, well. Well, you're all fucked. Yeah. We all say. know what that's.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm Billy Zane. So, I'm so good. I can never tell a lie. You see what it's I did to that curse. bitch in
2: Titanic? <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was really mean in that movie. He really was. He so mean. <laughs> he was mean to her. Um so anyway, she spits in his face and says, "Nope." Yep. This is our first sign that she may just be the chosen one.
4: Hmm.
3: Cuz she can resist the demon's advances.
2: Yeah. Uh, Irene was uh the next one he went after.
3: Um well, they find a uh, they find Danny and Willie in the attic drinking, and reading comics at this point. Oh yes, um, that's right. While while this is going on, I, I believe Billy is is seducing other characters. No, he he goes after uh, Willie next. Okay. So so Willie,
2: you got to give that one a little bit of time though, right? Yeah.
3: Willie and Danny are are they're 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 basically like the little rascals up in a clubhouse up in the <laughs> attic. They're they're reading comics and Willie found some booze. Uh, but this is when Billy comes in and turns Willie's mind into a topless margarita. Van. This is
2: my favorite scene of the movie, yeah. other than uh, Billy Zane's freakout, uh, his, his Nicolas Cage moment. <laughs> so he's <laughs>
3: – he, he basically uh, – when when he tries to seduce uh, Geraldine, he changes her surroundings. But mm-hmm. when he tries to seduce Willie, he gets in his head. So Willie is just kind of in the, in the corner of the room, like, gyrating and, like, grabbing – uh, invisible tits, like, <laughs> okay, yeah. while, while Danny's watching him. Oh my God! Look at this. <laughs> Danny is very confused by what's going on Uncle with Billy.
2: Right oh, yeah. <laughs> there's just big, giant, fake tits bouncing all around everywhere, and he's such just a good
3: bulging out of his pants. And uh, Danny's trying not to not to focus on the wrong things. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but Billy, in in a uh, long story short. Billy is very successful in seducing.
2: Oh, he walks right uh, up to the bar. There you have, I. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God, what is his name? I. Uh, Willie. No, 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 no. I. No. Uh, the collector. Uh, who? Who is he? Fuck. Fear <laughs> and loathing.
3: Hunter Thompson.
2: Hunter Thompson. He's look. He looks like Hunter Thompson here.
3: Yeah, he's got a Hawaiian shirt and a bucket hat.
2: Yeah, and a little Some little sunglasses. little tiny cigars Uncle Willie. Yeah, how would you
3: like a shot of scotch? Oh
2: yeah, that's just gonna get your world fucked up there,
3: Uncle Willie. <laughs> and Willie's <laughs> like, Yes, I would like that, please, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please please feed me scotch.
2: Yeah, and all the, the fake titty bitches there just oh yeah, drink it, Uncle Willie. So he drinks Man.
3: the booze, he licks the titties, and he is under the demon's spell. Yeah, it could be
1: <laughs> So could this is um could be a worse way to be under a demon spell.
3: So while this is going on, we cut away uh, to Irene and uh, Dumpty Bob, who have discovered a hidden stash of mail, automatic weapons, and a ton of grenades (laughs) that Wally, the postal worker, has left behind.
2: You know this flew over my head when I was a kid. I never really caught on to that 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 was Wally's stash when I like first saw the movie. Yeah. I thought it was just like
3: he was about to go postal.
2: I I didn't realize that as a kid. It was just, it went oh, over my head. Shit. So watching it okay. watching it recently like it was like oh my god. Wally was going to go full fucking uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, postal was the term. He was about to um, fuck
3: everything up because he was mad about the indignation of being fired.
2: Yeah, so he was going to wow. go in there and be like, yeah, boss, rip my name tag off. This is for Cordelia. Baka, 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 baka. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and of course the end game would be the, the chest grenades. Mm-hmm. I wow. feel like yeah, they, it would be a big old suicide uh, thing. They find a whole, a
3: whole wow. vest of grenades, which Irene puts on because uh, she obviously plans on using that at some point.
2: Yeah, she's got no arm, Lieutenant Dan. So... <laughs>
3: We cut back to Willie, uh, who has been fully possessed by now. He attacks Breaker. Mm -hmm. Uh, Billy tries to seduce Irene. Uh, She gives him the finger with her missing arm, which is hilarious. That was real quick. This is me giving you the finger. So this implies "Uh very funny. Irene, I'm a (laughs) demon. I know I get it. Yeah, (laughs) he's
2: like, I'll check back on you later. I I love that. Like Irene could have very well have been the chosen one because mm. she turned down Easily. the advances of the collector. I think yeah. any
3: anyone who um anyone who resisted his his Billy Zane sexual charms yeah. was a potential chosen one. So could, you could say that about Bob too. Y-
2: correct. So Deputy could have been the chosen one. Now imagine him being the one like the uh, <laughs> Oh, that's just my duty now.
3: They don't they don't show it but it's it's implied that there probably was a scene where he tried to seduce him. I would have liked to have seen a-
2: that. I imagine it was just like donuts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Donuts and porn. It was actually it was probably very similar to uh, Willie's. Yeah, so but that, like that's probably why they didn't do both. It you know? was just, just naked girls covered in donuts. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Turns out seducing wow. men is pretty pretty standard. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you throw some tits
1: and some booze in there and you're covering You're covering ninety five percent of men. They can go and cover donuts. So, wow, that's a good yeah. fucking visual. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So
3: Demon Willie and Breaker are, are they're fighting, they're struggling. Uh, Danny at some point, uh, uh, Willie's head comes off. I didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember how. Uh
2: Someone, someone it got, cuts Willie's head off. Yeah, it got lopped off. Uh, but the body was still working. The head is on the floor, which is a great gag. Yeah, the cover they cover the carpet, him up so it can't yeah.
3: see. And then someone someone yells at Danny, who finally decides to make his stupid child self useful. <laughs> uh, they say you got to stab it in the eye. So it, Danny pops the head. A, the head is going. I heard that. Yeah, Danny pops the carpet off the head, picks it up, and. Uh,
2: just like Linnea Quigley's tits going through
3: antlers, Yep, we put... He stabs him into a, a deer head. Yeah, jackalope. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> he stabs into a pointy-headed animal. Yeah. <laughs> and Willie is no more. Okay. R.I.P. He was one of my favorite
2: characters. <laughs> oh, he was great. God love Dick Miller.
3: So at this point, uh, now that that commotion is over, we, we go back to our man Roach, who's still being a big old piece of shit. He decided, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. i got the key while everybody else was fucking around with Willie. And I'm going to give it to Billy Zane so I can get out of here. Yeah. He walks down the stairs, uh, presents uh, the key. Well, he doesn't really
2: walk down the stairs. He's still behind the seal. Uh, But he says, I've got what you want. Yeah. Uh,
3: Billy Zane, in a signature moment of the film... Pop, he spits a sponge out of his mouth, which is hilarious. <laughs> he's just like pff, 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 wipe off the seal. Yeah. Buddy. You know, take out this seal and we've got a deal. Um so as as Roach is bending down to clean the blood. I don't even I'm not even sure how you clean the blood seal. Because it's really it's a drop, but then it spreads all around. He so wipes
2: it all up. That's a demonic sponge, an yeah. evil sponge. So he's
3: just he's just rubbing around on this sponge, getting rid of this. It's the like seal doodle Bob. Billy. And uh <laughs> He just kind of mutters, you know what, be be sure to kill Breaker for
2: me because he's a fucking asshole. Isn't he, though? (laughs) Uh, He's like, you don't have to kill everyone else. Oh, hell, if it feels good, do it. If it feels good, do it. Yeah, we need
3: more people like you in the world. So the seal is gone. Billy's got the key. Uh, Roach is on his way to what he thinks is freedom. And predictably, Billy stabs him in the back. Yeah. By the way, I lied. (laughs) Because I'm a demon guy. Like, what did you really think? Uh, the little pumpkin head demons jump on him, eat him. He's yeah. gone. And uh, I love that Billy says uh, Viacon diablos" to you, sir. <laughs> I also
2: <laughs> love during this dialogue, Billy's looking back at the demons, like giving like a little head nod, like man, we got, him, we
3: got. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, we all know what's going on. Yeah,
2: right? I don't know they're, they're buddies. Like there's Fred in accounting. He's finally got a promotion <laughs> yeah. he needed.
3: Or they're like his little pets. You know? like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, good times,
3: good times, good times with those demons.
2: Great times. Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, uh, Roach is dead. We, we pretty much immediately cut to Breaker just shooting an arrow through Billy's head. Which, where did he get the bow? Where did this bow and arrow come from? <laughs> I have no idea. The attic of weaponry. Yeah, Billy, Wally had an arrow. Billy turns his head after immediately getting the key and just an arrow goes right through it. And uh, this is where we realize um, shooting Billy in the eyes is not going to kill him.
2: No, it doesn't work on him. All the
3: demons him. it works on, but with Billy, no.
2: Well, it was only one eye he got. So
3: he's incapacitated momentarily while he's trying to rip this arrow out of his head. And uh, our heroes grab the case with the key in it, and they flee up to the church steeple, which is their only hope for, uh, like, the Alamo. This is their Alamo. Yeah. Final final place to make a stand against the demons. Okay. So uh, while, while Breaker and Geraldine are heading up there, with Danny, I think I think Danny. Danny Danny, this is the last three. Um, they're headed up there, but Dumpty, Bob, and Irene decide we're going to hold off these demons. Everybody, um, <laughs> they're shooting them. They, they've they've both got guns, uh, but they run out of bullets. There's too many demons. Uh, they look at each other, kind of make up their minds, and pull the pin on the grenade vest.
2: Which is a really cool scene. Which it reminds is, me yeah. of like the same scene uh, in Aliens. Okay. yeah right they're in the is, where, yeah okay yeah I, I the, like the, that a lot the
3: game over man scene,
2: yeah uh, I yeah with the two uh oh God hernandez and the the other guy that's blinded by the acid, they both like hold on to their grenade and they yep. blow up all the aliens it's yeah. pretty much the
3: same scene, yeah. Yep. um, so they both die, but they take
2: out a lot of demons with them, uh oh you know their eyes got blown off from that,
3: yeah i mean they, there's plenty of shrapnel there were uh, there were like twelve grenades on that vest. But, anyway, we, uh, we go upstairs, and...
2: What the fucking oh! shit? What? God damn it! Fuck! Will just blew up! What was that, man? I think he, it was the grenade! The grenade strapped to Irene's oh. chest! Somehow Will just exploded! Oh, it's wet! Oh, it's all sticky? Are these a, is this a Spleen? Fuck.
3: I, some of them got in my mouth
2: I mean I... son of a bitch Will oh god damn it why would you do that to us there's just Will everywhere all over the studio picture scanners like the head but Will's entire body have you ever seen something like that before not in person why would a man just explode like that I mean I saw Jason Voorhees explode and Jason goes to hell and it was kinda like that you remember when he exploded in Jason X? Of course I yeah, do. It's the best, a, movie, best but movie. But I think we're getting off track here. Uh, Will, I guess we hardly knew thee. I'm, I'm sorry you exploded. I'm a little upset with you, to be honest. Me? Not Will. I'm upset that he blew up, too. I don't like what he did. I don't like the fact that I have Will all over me right now. Yeah, it's, it's going to take a minute to, to
3: scrub this
2: off. Is that, his, is
3: that his penis over there? Hold on a second. Okay.
2: Yep, that's a penis. Nah, no, 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 no. give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Yep.
3: That's
2: Will. Yeah, he's fucking huge. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: well, well,
3: well, Will just exploded. So we're uh... throw it in the duffel bag. We'll take it with us when we go.
2: Yeah, we're gonna put them together. Will will be back next week. I, I, I mean, I, we have the technology. We can rebuild them. We can make them stronger, faster. Well, we've got apparently old... we can't make them bigger because look at that hog.
3: We got the Jason X machine. We'll throw the. Uh... We'll throw them in the old computer and reassemble as needed.
2: Yeah, just like that. Put some nano, nano robots, nano yeah. ro- na- little nanos, na- nanobites, nanobites. All right, we'll get a new, bigger, stronger, faster Will for you yeah. next week. All right, Will. The rest of this episode is for you.
3: And from here on out, I'm going to call you Will 2.
2: Yeah, the
3: return of Will. mm the will The the Will Willstinning.
2: The Revenge of the Will,
3: Will, Revelations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could just straight up go free Willy.
3: Can we just call him Will? This is called Will. Let's we'll call go with will. will. Let's call him Will. You know what? Let's continue on as if this explosive incident never even happened.
2: I'm okay with Will's guts hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Let's well, just uh, we'll just call him Will. All right. Where were
3: we? Well, we were Before just will about to. Uh, like
2: an asshole. We were about to follow,
3: Danny. And breaker, our protagonist, up to the steeple, which is their. This is kind of their alamo. This is their. Yeah. This is where they're hiding out. Uh, they really have nowhere else to go. The steeple. They climb up through a little a ladder and a trap door.
2: This it's it's the steeple.
3: It is a steeple. That was steeple. just an attic. No, nah, this is a steeple. I think they mentioned
2: it. Remember that old uh, like like oh here's the church. Open the doors. Here's the steeple. See all the people, and you wiggle your fingers.
3: Yeah. You get two. You get two guys to put their hands together,
2: mm-hmm. and another two.
3: Yeah, and they they pop it open. You look in there. You see the old steeple.
2: It's impossible to jerk off to that because your hands are entangled with another man's hands. Well, that sounds like a
3: challenge to me, my friend.
2: <laughs> Shit,
3: impossible for you is possible for me. Possibly.
2: Are we going to try this with Will's corpse laying around us?
3: I've... I think we have a choice now.
2: All right, man. So we're in the steeple. <laughs> <laughs> we're in, this we're in steeple. the steeple with Danny. Yes. yes. Breaker. Danny. Geraldine. Da- I just realized his name's Danny, and I just, every time we see Danny, I just want to hear, like, I'm coming, Danny! <laughs> <Right>?
3: <laughs> another shitty kid from another quality horror movie.
2: Great movie. It's such a good movie.
3: Oh, so good. Even Danny could not ruin it. Shitty child Danny.
2: No, he could not. Nah.
3: You know, you... he, he actually grew up to be a high-priced entertainment lawyer. What? Yeah. Went to rehab for many, many years because of his cocaine and penis addiction.
2: Oh, he did get molested a lot. Allegedly. Hmm. All right. So, no, Steeples. He's,
3: he's a great guy. His acting is great. Everything about him is great. Love I, that guy. Sure. So... <laughs> We've got Danny in the steeple, and he has found himself a Tales from the Crypt comic book. Ooh. Which I think we all really love.
2: Oh, I love it. We've all
3: enjoyed those books. Great. Literally, the reason this movie exists. <sighs> a little nod to the source material. I love that. Danny looks up, and all of a sudden, he's a goddamn demon. What? I, I don't know how this works, but somehow uh, Billy got into the book got into danny's mind
2: i find like kids are a lot easier to possess than adults because it's just like hey look at me i'm a living con and the kid's just like
3: oh cool
2: i think we okay. can all
3: appreciate the fact that you used the word possess there instead of seduce
2: i don't want to use
3: that in a sentence kids everyone out there uh just for the record we do not believe that kids are easy to seduce we believe they're easy to possess and that's a very important distinction.
2: That's a fucking Amber Alert right there, man. Yeah, Billy
3: Zane's been doing a lot of seduction this whole time. Yeah, he did not seduce this child.
2: No, he, he possessed, possessed this child. Big difference there. Huge difference. Billy Zane. There's one thing I know about him. He does not diddle kids. He even sang a song about it. I don't
3: diddle kids. Oh yeah, it was off his first don't
2: album. Diddle kids. This is all very legal. <laughs> <laughs> So Danny what? just straight up gets possessed, which I love the effects they used for Danny. Oh, it's great! The puppetry. Dude. they don't
3: make them like they used to. He's got a big ass mouth. You know what? He he kind of reminds me of uh, Beetlejuice. How what? The, um, you know the scene where uh, oh, their name. Oh, when he says
2: little... "nice fucking model" and conks his dick. Oh, that's a great scene. It's
3: the best scene. But what I'm referring to is when they um when the couple decides to scare uh the Dietz is out of their house and they're trying to to be spooky ghosts and uh oh. what's, what's the wife's name again
2: uh lydia no the wife No, oh, fuck
3: well you know who i'm talking about she opens up her mouth and she's got the eyes in her throat yeah 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 this is what danny reminds me of here because his mouth is all big and toothy
2: man i feel a fool not knowing her name on top of my head but i all right.
3: do too like that's pretty fucking weak beetlejuice is one of my favorite
2: movies yeah that bitch uh, got way too many teeth in her mouth
3: yeah, lots of teeth, but a lot Danny of teeth. Danny too. Lots of teeth, lots of mouth, but and a tongue that'll
2: fuck you up. His
3: tongue is a lethal fucking weapon. Here. Dude, he's
2: like the fucking slitherer from Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets into a fight with Breaker. Is that called
3: the slitherer?
2: What's i it? thought so, the liquor? The liquor. The liquor. The liquor. That's <laughs> what it is. Liquor. Yeah. Got a brain for just, a head. Oh, I love the liquor just <clears throat> Oh, they're great. You can sneak past them if you walk. Well
3: little tip for all you out there in Resident Evil 2 land.
2: Whoa, what? I yeah. like to get the attention and get my butthole licked by that thing.
3: Do not run when there's a licker in the room.
2: Oh, you just tiptoe?
3: Yeah, you just walk. It makes your life a lot easier.
2: Wow. You don't even have to attack them. Just don't touch him. I'll tell you. I'll let you just in on a secret. I can't even walk in Resident Evil. Why is that? Touch I just him. bump into walls and shit. The controls are just so... Anyways... Sorry, we, I could go on about this. This is
3: this is like 1997, back when they haven't perfected things quite yet. I'd it recommend just, the remake. It just looked great. You want to play that remake?
2: I'll play the shit out of that I remake. Think you it's beautiful. I played the shit out of the second remake. That's what Resident Evil about. Part Two.
3: That's what I'm talking about. Resident Evil Two, the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about the first one. That would be Resident Evil One.
2: Yeah. Why do we mention two? Because two is the one with the liquor. The liquor is in one. No, I don't think it is. I thought there was a liquor on the ceiling, wasn't there? No, nah, it's two. Ah,
3: fuck! Ah, I'll give you, I'll give you a copy of two. All right, after Will,
2: who's to, after we put them together,
3: <laughs> Will's gonna play it first, and then I'll get it to you.
2: Seriously, that swanch is huge. <laughs> <laughs> so, da- so Danny fights Breaker here. <laughs> you say Schwanz? Schwantz. I said Schwantz. Yeah, that's my uh, uh, little Gen X humor for you. <laughs> so uh, Danny and Breaker, they have it out, and Breaker's not having a good time with Danny, and. They're just, they're kind of just beating the fuck out of each other for a minute. And, uh, what the Geraldine
3: doing during this? Kind of just watching, I think. But we're all, we're all assuming Breaker is going to come out on top. But, yeah, uh, it's a fucking kid. But no, he gets a little hole drilled in him with a tongue. Well, Breaker knew he was going to die. Well, yeah, his, his hand tattoos had all lined up. He knew that this was the end of the road. Um, needless to say, he, he meets his end at the hands of Danny. Um, Danny well, rips him open. Danny's tongue. Danny's tongue licks out his insides. Uh, Geraldine doing a little bit of an acrobatic act, which I know a lot of you out there are going to appreciate. This reminds me quite a bit of Jurassic Park Two: The Lost World. Oh, when, anyone? Uh, anyone? The raptor straight up gets a spin kick. Literally, the scene that ruins that movie for most people makes it for me. You do a little bit of a uh, uneven bars gymnastics act. Yep. Flip around. If you can kick a dinosaur out a window, I feel like you can kick a a little kid with a demon head out a window. And she does. He flies through. He doesn't know quite yet until the moment of explosion that they had sealed that window. Yes. And now he is honestly looking a lot like Will right now. Yeah. Yeah, just like it. He's just a splattered mess of goo and reciprocal dick. Reciprocal? Residual 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 dick
2: Yeah, that's what we gotta deal with right now I think
3: that's gonna That might be the new name of our podcast Mr. I didn't
2: realize the inside of penises were so spongy It feels kinda cool though, right? Damn, yeah, I can't stop poking it Treating this like a stress ball Just prodding it mm.
3: I've been stepping on it
2: Mushing around Stop that, stop that
3: Kicking it back and forth like a
2: Okay, okay, stop it We need Will like or like a soccer player Will's already a mess right now We, 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 can't, we can't fuck it up anymore all right, fair enough. Yeah, stop stepping on it. Yeah, s- squeeze it a little, but don't step on it. Hold on, let me get that. All, like, right, all right, right back at you. Here you go. It's like... <laughs> whoa, ah!
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are we at? A hibachi? How did it land right in your mouth like that? Hor- <laughs> <laughs>
2: that takes skill, folks. An old, in this. an old pro. <laughs> hey, we should take this, go out in the hallway, and throw it.
3: Let's just get, can we kick it out the window? No, no, like no. Like a no, demon no. child? Oh, all right. Just punt it right out there.
2: We'll treat it like street
3: trash and play a game of football with it. You know, there was a there was a homeless gentleman out there pushing a garbage can around earlier with a snow shovel, uh, reminded me reminded me a whole lot of Home Alone. Kind of. Maybe he'd like a penis to be thrown at him. <laughs> That's what, that was my first thought.
2: Imagine that. Smith. All right, uh But back to Demon Knight. If back you, to this Demon what Knight, all
3: tuned in for. So we've got Breaker. He's dead, dying. Slumped against the wall, he's been uh, he's been chewed apart by Demon Danny, and he's talking to Geraldine. He's basically telling her, "You're the new chosen one." She's reluctant, yeah. but he's insistent. And what he does is he grabs her hand. He puts the key in her hand, and he says, "Fill this with my blood, because you you're about to take on the biggest burden of your life. Oh. That is." The task of the demon knight.
2: Yeah, enjoy living forever and not having a good time.
3: Yep, and he quickly expires. She sighs in, uh, you know, disapproval of what what was just put on her. God, this sucks. And the biggest problem, which we learn, is that now all of Breaker's blood seals disappear. Yes. The blood has been passed on. The key has been passed on. Yes, that's right. And they didn't really establish this earlier on in the movie, so it kind of comes as a surprise. But all of his seals are done.
4: So yeah.
3: this gives Billy Zane and all of his pumpkinhead demon friends uh, a grand entrance. Just carte blanche over the whole place. They get to do whatever the fuck they want now.
2: Yeah, and just like in Evil Dead 2 with Henrietta uh, rising up from the cellar, it's the same gag. Yep. Billy Zane rise was rising up through the, it, I believe you called it the steeple.
3: Yes. And I think this is that's a reference, right? They're doing a, an Evil Dead thing? Absolutely. Yeah, they've got to be. Yeah. So, Billy comes up to take the key. And what he finds is that Geraldine is mysteriously covered in blood.
2: Mm. He must be in excruciating pain.
3: Which seems strange because Billy is he's not totally ignorant to the way this blood works. He's not like, you know, he's been around. Yeah. But for whatever reason, he's Also, like,
2: can we just put over the fact that Jada Pickett looks incredible here?
3: I think this is the reason uh, that Will Smith was attracted to her in the first place.
2: It's just, she's in her undies covered in blood.
3: Yeah, he saw her in this movie, and he was like, time to marry that shit, punch a couple of babies into her, and yeah. teach them music.
2: Yeah, and then eventually she could go have an affair with a 20-year-old.
3: Yeah, that sucks. yeah feel bad for for Will Smith. Yeah. You spend all that time being the Fresh Prince, fucking rocking out with Jazzy Jeff.
2: Yep. Uh, being wiggity, be, wiggity
3: Wild West. Being a man in black. You, yep. You, you put all this effort forth. and uh, Going for to reason, Miami. You're, yeah, you go to Miami. Yeah. you know Miami. Oh. Huh. And for whatever reason, your dumb wife is just like, yeah, I like this, this younger dude. Oh. Bullshit,
2: right? Yeah, what does she call it? An entrapment? An entanglement? Something like that?
3: Yeah, no, she had some weird term for it. Like, yeah,
2: and he even called it out. Like, just say it. It's yeah. a fucking affair. Like,
3: Shut the fuck up. I'm Will Smith. You think you're going to do better? You fucking go try and do better.
2: Yeah, enjoy. I'm over here like, Haha,
3: ha ha
2: ha. <laughs> enjoy hanging out with this mumble rapper. Yeah, right? Yeah, I That's did shit. Nightmare on My Street.
3: I did the theme song to The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I did. (laughs) You think whoever this is is a better? I (laughs) did summertime. I did Wild Wild West. I did getting jiggy with it. Honestly, I would say I, if I had to choose, I'd put Wild Wild West at the top of that list of Will Smith hit songs.
2: Oh, Kevin Klein was incredible in that.
3: No, I mean just a song. Fuck the movie.
2: Oh, Wild Wild
3: West. Something something. Wild Wild West.
2: Wild Wild West. And then Stevie Wonder showed up.
3: Me and Autumn is shooting up the bad
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> However that goes.
2: So back on this, Jada is covered in blood. She is looking fine as hell, looking just as good as Jessica Biel did, covered in blood in Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
3: Beautiful. Absolutely. And for whatever gorgeous. reason,
2: uh, our man Billy
3: Zane is confused by
2: this. He doesn't get it. Ah, he thinks it's her blood.
3: Yeah, he's just like, hey, look at you. Oh, you're so bloody. Come here,
2: take my hand. And he grabs her, and boy, he is. He gets
3: burned. And this is actually this is one of my favorite parts of his performance. Because it's so cartoonish and clownish. He gets burned, and he just dives through that trapdoor. Dives. Just dives right through it like a a fucking acrobat. There should
2: be judges down there holding up a sign like, 9.5. Yeah, he just flies
3: right through it. Um, So now we have a sneaking sequence where Geraldine is just trying to avoid him. Uh, Billy's kind of searching through the rooms. Uh, They're on the second floor now. They're out of the steeple. Yeah. Uh, And Billy's looking for her. And she's she's sneaking around. She's using her
2: body like a weapon. I'm gonna hug this guy to death. Exactly. But
3: Billy, being the smart motherfucking demon that he is, smooth operator, captures her with a shower curtain because he's like, you know what? I recently learned that that blood hurts. He did the same thing to Philip Seymour
2: Hoffman in Titanic.
3: Was Philip Seymour Hoffman was in
2: Titanic? Yeah, he was the lead actress. the The girl, the redhead.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah, the one that Leo falls in love with. Leo.
3: You know, if he would have he would have wrapped Philip up in a shower curtain mm-hmm. and uh, threw in the, the him, cloth kept tub, kept him in the tub for, yep. that, for that whole movie. Yeah, uh, Leonardo would have uh, probably would have just gone to America and been fine.
2: And he could have gotten on that door. Yeah, there was room for him. Yeah, yeah. She yep. was
3: she was mean. Mm. You could really see the privilege in that when she yeah. was like, you know what, this is my door.
2: Let me throw my uh, whole engagement off with some poor kid I just met. This
3: ain't no third-class door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is first-class door. It's my
3: door. You know what? Every time I think about that movie, I get mad. Really? I think of her dropping that priceless jewel into the ocean. Ugh. When there's like, there's like 20 or so guys on that ship who have devoted their lives to finding that artifact. Yep. And she's like, "I'm old, my brain doesn't work anymore, and I remember the time that I, I fucked this Irish guy <laughs> <laughs> And because of that, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw what was it worth? Several oh my million God. Dollars. I
2: don't even know what the price was, but leave it for your fucking grandkids. you got, you got children. Yeah. And they didn't look so hot. No, Bill Paxton could have used
3: that money yeah. to get a bigger boat. Bill Paxton could have done a lot with that money. He could have made frailty too.
2: Oh, I would have loved that. Right? that's a great movie. Fucking great movie. Eventually, we will review Frailty on this show. Yeah. God, I love Frailty.
3: Fucking Bill Paxton, man. Twister?
2: I do love Twister.
3: You could have done a Twister, too. Remember Big Love? I never actually watched Big Love. It was
2: good. It was good. Not horror, but hey, it was I still I do love good. Twister,
3: though. Jonas, you son of a bitch. <laughs> My Bill Paxton impression.
2: Speaking of Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, speaking
3: of Philmer, Philip Seymour Hoffman, we've got uh, Geraldine coated in blood, wrapped mm-hmm. up in a shower curtain. Yeah, and Billy just toss for whatever reason. Uh, he like they found a, a very open room with a shower just right in the middle of it. Boom! Like this set is weird.
2: Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm like, not going to be picky about I, this. They're not
3: really in a in a like a bathroom. It's just a big open area with a shower in it.
2: This is where the uh, the sex worker would go and rinse off in between Johns. You know what that makes sense? I, I mean, me, I prefer a nice filthy one.
3: So he sprays all the blood off of her because he's like, I'm not, you know, fool me once. I won't be fooled
2: again. They got a saying here in Texas, and that's the power goes out, you die. Too soon. I'm sorry, Greg. I know you're big on that.
3: I'm big on Texas. Texas? (laughs) Wait, what am I big big on? Power going out? Yeah. No, I'm small on that. I don't like power going out. No. I'm very small on power outages. Okay.
2: I'm sorry. (laughs) Why would she. Wait, what do you. (laughs) What what am I big on? Did I derail this whole show? (laughs) I just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I know you're big on that. I know you're big on the the Texans right now. Di- no. They're all dying. They're freezing. I, to I death. don't think so. Okay. I have no
3: idea what you're referring to. Well, Texas,
2: way. all I'm saying is we're pulling for you.
3: Texas is the reason the president's
2: dead. In this movie.
3: Texas <laughs> is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> suck, Jackie, suck. Suck, Jackie, suck. <laughs> like a dry desert. <laughs>
3: Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Texas is the reason President's dead. We're bringing it back. Yeah, we are. To Glenn, we're making sense. To Glenn. I still
2: don't know what the fuck you're
3: talking about, but yeah. To Glenn. To
2: Glenn. To Glenn. Glenn dancing, getting his dick sucked by First Lady Jackie.
3: To Will. To Will.
2: <laughs> mm. 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 Good Del- stuff. Delicious. He's starting to smell. <laughs> Let's finish this up. So we. <laughs> So Billy drags her, our main girl,
3: Geraldine, down this, the stairs.
2: This I love so much because he's monologuing about, like, he loves her and stuff and he's dragging her in the shower curtain. This is ridiculous
3: because now that he's rinsed her off in this shower, this fake shower set, her clothes are just pure bleach white again. Ugh, and she's dry. Yeah. she. Was, I Moments ago, she was covered in the blood of Jesus and... Mr. Breaker. Now, you
2: know I don't give a shit about continuity with stuff like that, especially in horror movies. I find that stuff like this is great. Take a look at Evil Dead 2. Sure. When she got blasted with all the blood, uh, and then the next scene she's bone dry and there's nothing on her. Like, I don't give a shit about that. The reason why this scene upsets me is because I was looking forward to seeing Jada Pickett completely soaked, and she's braless here. I thought we were going to have ourselves a good time.
3: Oh, I get I get what you're saying on that. Yeah,
2: at. yeah, and especially like white, the white tank top she was in, the white underwear. I thought nah, we were going gonna... like
3: to. Not Will Smith's wife.
2: No, no, no. She's a classy broad.
3: Yeah, she ain't, she ain't giving that away for free.
2: Now, Cameron Diaz probably would have stayed wet.
3: Mm, maybe she might had a little bit of little bit of goo in unexpected places
2: hey man just like uh yeah she put it in her hair and go oh is that hair gel good because i need some you know how that works Mm -hmm. is that some kind of demon goo
3: (laughs) didn't think that was there
2: yeah because these bangs of mine oh boy
3: what an awkward comedy this has become
2: speaking of comedy let's get back to this scene here this
3: is about the time where billy basically turns into jim carrey from the mask yeah he starts wildly gesticulating with his crotch and Screaming puns like, you're starting to piss me off. And lightning is just pouring out of yellow his Yellow lightning. Yeah, well, of course it's yellow. It's got to be yellow.
2: Yeah, yeller. He said the word
3: piss. So we got lightning flying out of his dick. And
2: he's apologizing for getting upset. Moments before he was trying to seduce her, just like he seduces everyone else.
3: But now he's he's realized that it's not going to work. She's resistant. She is the chosen one. He gets it. So now he's like, you know what? I was going to take you to hell with me, but now fuck you. And so, during
2: this whole time, she isn't saying much because she's got a mouthful of... Breaker. Blood. Let's
3: let's go with blood. Let's go with this. Yes. It's just blood. Mouthful of breaker. It's only blood.
2: Yep. Delicious.
3: So he lets down his guard for a moment. She spits this blood right in his eyes, which we know is the demon weakness. Yes. So he dissolves into what kind of looks like hot feces, and then ignites into flames. And this I love this part oh. because he morphs and morphing is always cool,
2: especially I in think you'll Mortal Kombat. I on that. This was his animality. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bat? bat yeah. Game. It animality? was like it was like watching uh, that that Sega game. Why did I just forget it? Rise from your grave. Altered Beast. Altered Beast, one of the greatest Sega games of all time. I couldn't agree more, my friend. It's kind of like the Sega game. It is the main Sega game. Fucking amazing. Fuck Sonic, Altered Beast.
3: Altered Beast was, uh, to give a little Sega gaming history, Altered Beast was the game that came with the Sega console before Sonic became the mascot. No shit. Yeah, it used to be the free one. That's why everybody had it. That's cool. It's probably one of the reasons why it was so popular, honestly, because it came with the console. But anyway... We've got Billy morphing into a giant bat-like altered beast. Yep. He rises from his grave momentarily. Yep. But then immediately just ignites into flames,
2: just like Jerry Dandridge,
3: and fucking explodes. He blows up the entire building, just like Will, which is weird. That that uh, spontaneous right. will-like combustion. The whole
2: building explodes, but Jada's fine.
3: Yeah, she. I mean, we get an we get an exterior shot of this building just erupting yep and then we go back inside and jade is just there and she's like uh, you know that was weird this explosion
2: rivaled done. uh clarence uh going into that dude's house saying bitches leave and leaving a, a grenade down uh when you, uh
3: you know what it kind of reminded me of uh, was uh at the end of Django unchained okay where they blow up the house but yeah it's, it's like really obviously a model Yeah. And, like, that's the gag. is like, okay, this is a model, but it's still, you know, we're going to pretend it's cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this was. It was uh, Death Star
2: was a model. You going to bitch about that? Yeah, it was a blown-up model. I love blown-up models. Cool. Better than that CGI shit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because blowing stuff up is sweet. Yeah. Except when it's Will. That's kind of a bummer.
2: Mm, I don't know. That was kind of fun.
3: If I didn't... If I wasn't so fucking sure that he'd be back next week,
2: Mm -hmm. I'd be a little more bummed out about that. Well, we have... Like I said, we we could put them together. We uh,
3: have the technology.
2: Yes. So then. So I'm a bit of an amateur scientist
3: myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to scoop up all these will pieces and put them in a cooler with a bunch of liquor <laughs> and maybe a little bit of crystal meth, and we're going to see what grows. Mm hmm. And I think it's going to work.
2: Because right now, he's just a stew.
3: He's mm, sort of a spread out stew. Mm hmm. And it's, honestly, it's drippy and festering and. Uh, start to freak me out please stop
2: talking about my penis uh so jada she decides to go uh not decide she has to go refill the key with breaker's blood breaker is there unfazed by the explosion and i also love that breaker's blood is actually pumping yeah apparently even though he's been dead
3: the steeple is still there because that's where breaker was
2: yeah that's fine so when this building blew up it didn't really blow up It was just a demon explosion. I feel like that doesn't harm you, especially if you're the new demon knight. Mm,
3: Okay, okay, I gotcha. They had sort of a demon knight bubble protecting things?
2: Sure. Yeah, just like uh, Princess Leia when she was in outer space.
3: Mm, Yeah, my favorite part of the the Star Wars.
2: Everyone's favorite part. Yeah, that was a good one. It was Mary Poppins right through space. Really
3: defied my expectations, (sighs) and I love that.
2: Ryan Johnson, fucking genius.
3: He knows what I prefer Mm -hmm. in cinema. Yep. So, Geraldine... Somehow, survives and decides I'm gonna hit the road. She's about to start her new life as a demon knight.
2: It's just on the run, town to town. So
3: she's now we're at, we're at the next day. We've hit morning, which means that she survived because yeah. that's oh, really, her
2: cat survived too.
3: Yeah, this is what this is all they were trying to do was get through to the next morning. Yep. Because demons apparently uh, they don't come out in the day. That's fine. The uh, sun sun blows them up. Yeah. So she's waiting for the bus, and smartly seals the doorway to the bus when she gets on because. She recently uh, acquired this new power to keep demons out of openings. Yeah, and she's going to use it, which I don't blame her. I would.
2: And same deal. She spilled way too much blood on this sill.
3: Yeah, she's she's going to go through that shit fast. It bothers me stilled.
2: how much she like poured. Yeah, like I said, yeah. dip a Q-tip in, little dab will do you. or
3: even like your pinky. Sure. You know, you don't
2: need a lot. Yeah, the rust you could like the rest of it you could just rub on your gums.
3: Honestly, if I knew that demons were gonna be chasing me for the rest of my life, I'd be conserving that shit. But, yeah.
2: uh,
3: you know, she's taking her own approach. That's fine. But turns out this was a very good move because at the very next stop, we see a suspicious pervert. Collector
2: number four.
3: The fourth collector.
2: Mm-hmm. Wearing a hat. Yeah.
3: The signature collector hat. Yeah. And what does he say? No,
2: I'll take the next one.
3: He says, I don't like this bus. <laughs> I'm going to stand out in the desert. You know, you guys might think this is weird, but I'm I'm going to remain in the desert for another couple hours.
2: And I absolutely love when he walks away when the bus leaves. Perfect. They make eye contact. And as he's walking, you hear.
3: This might be the best
2: possible
3: way to end a Tales from the Crypt movie.
2: I can't think of a better way.
3: This is one of the many, many, many reasons why this is one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: Then we have the Crypt Keeper reaching musical. up through the desert, grabbing flowers. There was like a desert flower, and he yanked it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't he matter. He something, and he pulls yeah. it down
3: through. We, we get to see Jimmy Hoffa, if any of you were yes. wondering what happened to that. Yes,
2: yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> he's out in the desert. Yeah, it turns out he's buried in the desert. Uh, yeah, we see Jimmy Hoffa go, go through the grave. That's a very dated reference for you kids.
3: And then we have just our outro with the Crypt Keeper, who uh, he is celebrating the release of... Uh, well, I wasn't sure, was he celebrating the release of Demon Knight or the movie he was shooting at the at, during the intro?
2: It was Demon Knight because it was on the marquee. I, I want to say it was Demon Knight. Yeah. yeah, it was on the marquee, and that's where he is celebrating with a bunch of big-titty bitches. In a limo. The, the puns
3: bu- are flowing, which he's I
2: fucking love. God damn. Do you have any of these puns? Oh, yeah. He on. says
3: he is, he's here to attend the big
2: screamer. God, I love it.
3: With a couple of hot broads who he brought with him. Yeah. It's not. it's not the Crypt Keeper unless he's got some tits next to him.
2: Oh, he's going to give him a good bone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's not even it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just a penis
3: reference.
2: Oh, yeah, that's I'm going to
3: give you a penis
2: that's all i got man that's all i got i got i got dick jokes and i got a beer in front of me so what can he, you hits, say?
3: he hits the red carpet to greet what he calls his fang club
2: oh, so good
3: he's led to a guillotine kind of unexpected yeah for whatever reason they're about to take his head off on the red carpet just with, like Alice cooper that's fine yeah but he goes towards it and he's like it's time for the
2: final cut what do you say? Like I asked for a Final Cut, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, something like something that. Something
3: like that. It, yeah. was, it, it was ridiculous, but in all the right ways. So he gets his his head chopped off, and his final line is, "Now that's entertainment."
2: And does Which, the laugh. I mean, that's not
3: even a <laughs> pun, but he's correct. No. Which i that's entertainment. I've always thought that was a, like the perfect catchphrase for someone like him. Laughs his ass off. The laughs and, his uh, ass off. Yeah. And that's the end. We close out the most perfect horror film of all time.
2: We get those, oh, God, this movie is fucking perfect. It really is. I love it so much. Everything I about it. And I watch the credits because I love the theme Literally, so The
3: only thing that could have improved it was just a short, quick, uh, Billy Zane penis flash. <sighs> I don't think it's too much to ask.
2: It really isn't when you think about it. You
3: know, director's uh, cut. It's been a while. I feel like that footage is hidden somewhere. Billy but...
2: Zane was also in an episode of Tales from the Crypt, and I can't remember which one it was. Mm, I know what
3: you're talking about. Yeah. It was It was kind of a dumb one.
2: <sighs> it it wasn't, wasn't a good honestly, one. Honestly, it wasn't one of the better ones, no. but he was
3: there. It was something about hams.
2: Steamed hams?
3: It was something, it was something about steamed hams. Remember
2: right? that one with Meatloaf? Where they, a... like, they kill Meatloaf and... Turn him into steaks.
3: Turn him into meatloaf?
2: Yeah. Well, no, no. He was like, straight up like a porterhouse. You remember that one? Uh, Christopher, like, Re- Christopher Reeves was in it. feel like he'd beat
3: Oh, I do know what you mean. Yeah, it was the one with the diner? Yeah,
2: the diner one where it was like going out of business and then he cooked up meatloaf. And, yeah. Uh, it was that Ricky Rackman looking guy. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, I, I, actually, I actually like that one. I love that I episode. I do like that one.
3: Um, I, I just I'm trying I, to remember the Billy Zane one, though.
2: I love Tales from the Crypt so goddamn much. And it's a fucking shame that we didn't get that dead easy movie.
3: It might be the best horror anthology series of all time. And what did it go for? Like, seven? Series? I couldn't. I couldn't like agree more. I. Uh,
2: I mean, like the first eight? The first four seasons were the best.
3: They got. They got weaker, and they got I a little think more it was,
2: cartoonish towards the end. But the, honestly, I think it was only six seasons. I could be wrong, though. I
3: was definitely at least
2: seven. I know that. Okay. Um. I mean, eventually it got like syndicated, where it was like on Fox and shit. Um. It, I mean, it
3: got it got goofier and it got more comedic towards the end. Yeah, I eventually, but I don't, mean that, the first like maybe like three four seasons are like some solid horror. Oh, they're
2: so good, like good shit. Like for I used to watch that shit on HBO. I remember it was like ten o'clock on HBO every like Friday night or whatever.
3: Yeah, and then they they showed it on Fox on Sunday nights once the um when well, it was
2: like late enough, right?
3: I think it was at nine o'clock.
2: Yeah, but it was so it was edited.
3: Yeah, it was it was the edited version. But they they did, like, transfer it to Fox I mean, um, for, like, broader viewing.
2: Eventually, coming up here down the road, I do want to have a month where we just cover Tales from the Crypt episodes, which, like, are our favorite kind of episodes, you know. Um, I don't know. I, just, I think that'd be a lot of fun. We, but speaking of cool, you know what would have been really cool? If we actually got that movie dead easy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If you um, – I don't know if it's every version of the movie, but the older ones, especially the VHS, if you watch after the credits – there's a little bit of a teaser
2: starring our friend, the Crypt Keeper. And he explains that, oh, what's the matter, kitties? Did not get enough feel of the screams and terror? Well, in that case, stay tuned for an—I see, I just go full Joker there. It, I mean, it's a pretty good impression. There's
3: a, There's a lot of overlap there.
2: Okay, all right. You do a good Joker. And it just explains that there's this new movie coming out soon. You're assuming the next year because they wanted to do uh, three movies. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I forgot the name of the other one, but this one was dead easy. This dead is the easy. one that Crypt Keeper said this is going to be the next movie. It never happened. It went to uh, it went through production hell.
3: It was kind of rumored to be awesome, too.
2: Uh, yes, it was a New Orleans zombie movie.
3: Yeah. Living Dead. Yeah. Uh, with, I With mean, what I assume would be a Tales from the Crypt-esque uh just veneer
2: uh, and just i'm kind of like, i'm curious I, and this is all what the I'd... great characters yeah all the great twists
3: and bullshit like it, it would have been awesome
2: so instead what did we get
3: well we got what's probably my second favorite favorite movie of all time and that's bordello blood
2: for those of you who are new to the show, Greg's always full of shit when he says stuff like that. Hey, 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 hey. You don't like Bordello of Blood. Nah. Nobody likes Bordello of Blood. Nobody nah. likes Dennis Miller. Well. Especially the fact that this smoking hot... Dennis Vamp- Miller's not bad. Dude. Sometimes. speak. Uh, I like that you say that. He's
3: fucking terrible in Bordello of Blood, though.
2: Dude. The smoking hot redhead vampire chick. Looking at Dennis Miller when he turns around and him be- her being like, mm... Cute ass. Nobody looks at Dennis Miller and thinks, "Wow, I want to fuck that." Especially this smoking hot vampire babe.
3: That is true. Yes. And I hate, I hate to have to say it about you, Dennis, but no one's ever been attracted to you, especially not hot redhead vampires. No, that makes no sense. And I mean, we...
2: uh, I, I, I don't want to go on a rant here, uh, but
3: burp, 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 burp.
2: yeah, uh, I'm gonna go on a rant burp, burp. here. And then use a bunch of big words that no one fucking understands.
3: <laughs> Who likes <laughs> political humor? Fuck that.
2: Dude. Oh, my God. Political humor is so annoying. Come
3: on, man. Come on.
2: Come on. As- Am I right?
3: Especially in uh, 2020, 2021. You don't want to watch the political stylings of
2: no. Dennis Miller. You give me Andrew Dice Clay up against Dennis Miller. Andrew Dice oh! Clay every day. Oh, here's to you hey! sucking my dick. Oh, Ickery Dickery Duck. <laughs> Little Bo
3: who fucked the sheep?
2: I grew up with uh, uh, these Italian... Uh, I'm close like to this Italian family that worshipped the ground Andrew I Dice Clay like walked these on. these
3: are two complete polar opposite spectrums of the comedy world. Was the was that Dice, Dice Man? is the anti-Dice. Was the Dice I, Man? I'm confident in saying that. Maybe.
2: I don't know. No, that's true. Okay, yes, he is anti-Dice.
3: Also, do you know that Dice is not Italian?
2: Don't don't do this. Should I not burst this bubble? Don't do this. No, will already exploded. Do you want to have two explosions? Mm, I'll spare you. All right. Well, I'll, guys, I'll save this for next time. Uh, that was our review of Oh Oh Hey Oh hey, uh! hey! <laughs> hey, <Knight>! hey Hey Demon Night Hey. Uh, what would you give this? I know the scary system is flawed, but what would you give this movie, my man?
3: You mean in terms of a uh, a rating?
2: Yeah, give us a rating
3: from one to five on the scale of uh, what do we call them?
2: Scaries. Scaries. Yeah.
3: How many scaries would I? give How this
2: many year? scaries would you give this one? I'd give it a five. I'd give it all the scaries. Can we do six? Can we go to six? I feel like for this one, we have to go to six.
3: I would give Demon Knight a six out of five scaries. I would give it a six, six, six. Satan, Satan, Satan. Satan. Because this is my favorite movie of all time.
2: God damn it. I love this movie so much.
3: No fucking contest.
2: Greg, you have to. Billy Zane
3: is perfect.
2: He is. You have to put a Demon Knight tattoo on me. I would like that. It's Billy Zane's giant dick.
3: Can it just be the scene where he's going, You're starting to piss me off? And there's just. Yellow lightning coming out of his crotch.
2: I mean, sure, man. I just want a demon Knight tattoo. Okay, let's do that. All right. Uh, I can guess we do. So a, can we do
3: one of those like kind of optical uh, illusion ones where there's a tiny Billy Zane on your abdomen, and it looks like his penis is your penis, <laughs> and we'll do uh, like lightning just coming down the leg.
2: Ooh. Okay, kind of like that. Uh, the like tattoo where it's like, like, where the it's fist like thing. yeah, the where fist, fist thing. Where, yeah, like Goku <laughs> is
3: punching you, but. Instead, of yeah. Billy Zane shooting shit out of his fucking oh, man, yeah.
2: I don't hate that. I really don't hate that. I, I, I
3: can work with that. I can work right, with this response. Right.
2: I got to get abs first. Nah, uh, nah, nah. You <laughs> put,
3: put Billy's head where the abs would be.
2: <laughs> all right. You obscure it. Well, guys, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can hit us up on uh, damnthatscary at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to hit us up on the Slasher app, I am uh, Slasher, which is horror. It's basically Facebook for horror. I know we put this over every week. We got I am the
3: Boomstick Butcher.
2: Boomstick we Butcher. Got Welcome to primetime, bitch. That's W-I-L-L. With a will. Mm-hmm.
3: And I am Turbo Trioxin.
2: Yeah, check that app out. That it's a lot slasher. of fun. If you like fat, titty, goth, bitches, and I know you do, check that app out. It's a good Who time. Who doesn't? seriously billy zane loves it i love it uh also i would uh, do
3: literally anything billy zane told me
2: darcy the male girl is actually on that and she she's great she she'll actually like talk to you and stuff on posts and shit like that she loves the slasher app
3: i've spoken to at least one person who claims to be billy zane on the slasher app
2: (laughs) it was me yeah i'm not Uh, i'm
3: not i'm not gonna verify that in any way (laughs) but he was convincing
2: um and uh hit us up on facebook damn that scary uh the dam is spaced apart because facebook sucks uh twitter we're a damn that scary podcast uh instagram damn that scary scary pod check us out shoot us messages on stuff that you want us to review anything like that if you have a short film or your own film you want us to review we will do it on the show uh, greg uh do you have anything in closing my man
3: uh billy zane is the greatest american to ever live he's probably my favorite my favorite human of all time um if you can shoot bigger bolts of lightning out of your cock than he can i would love to see it i mean i can't well i'm not talking about you specifically just you, this like, is you like the audience I'm, I'm presenting this to the audience ah okay okay you right. got videos of cock lightning send them our way we'll see what's up like yeah, a man. at gmail.com <laughs> That's still going, guys. Hasn't gotten old to me yet.
2: If I'm ever going to shoot cock lightning, I need Dio playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guys, this is going to conclude our uh, Black History Month Uh, for horror. Next week, we are going to bring you a very special Women of Horror episode because this is also February is also Women in Horror Month. So we're gonna honor some but of our. But you knew that. Yeah, we're gonna honor our favorite women in horror next month, and I feel like we're gonna do it right because we're just all perverts. That's right. That's uh, right. Well, guys, I guess there's just one more thing to say, and that is keep it love each other.
3: Yes. Care for one another. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Host Podcast Thing. Today, in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some t- statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen. Yo, wait a minute. I feel like I could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in the hats, tats, and stats on the BICDP radio network.